Hey everyone, I don't know what voice I'm going to use this time, but I have a guest in studio today. I don't know, I like this mic yet. Welcome to the Stone Genius. This is Ro. Hey, in studio today, and we all know that my studio is also my living room, we have Catherine Owens. And Catherine is the first four times. She was the first three time and now the first four time guest. Welcome to the show, Catherine. Thanks for having me again. Listen, the crowd goes crazy. <laughs> this crowd is wild today. It is. Now, is that kind of, we're going to talk about tennis today at some point. Is that what the crowd sounded like when you won your championship? Oh, they were way, no. Oh. I was going to say, were, were, were they way anyone? louder, but we did have a couple of gals from the tennis club come and watch it. Okay, we're going to so, talk about that. that. Exciting. I, I told you when we were getting ready for this that I was going to blindside you today. So I am going to blindside you. Are you just, you're just jumping right into the blindside? I am. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I just go. like to jump let's into go. it. Yep, let's do it. Why won't you be my co-host? <laughs> yeah. I think everyone wants to know. I was, I am going to use the artwork that I created for our show, Catherine and the Stone Genius, because I'm just telling you, and I wrote this down. I said, don't be a Brian Dunkelman. Do you know who Brian Dunkelman is? No. Exactly. He was on the first season of American Idol. He was co-host with Ryan Seacrest. And then something happened. He never came back. And then Ryan Seacrest blew up. Well, I didn't I, say I was never coming back. No, I need you. I, I get it. You're successful. You actually make money with your job or your <laughs> career. But... I'm a basket of chaos. Like you were just talking about people with crazy schedules and need help with their calendar. And I was like, I'm probably one of those people. Yeah, exactly. So if you gave everything up just to do the show with me, I think it would be great. We need a few more listeners. <laughs> Actually, I, hold on, I'm going to show How you many something. listeners do we have? Um, I know the exact. I'm sorry. Total, How many listeners do you have? <laughs> Is better. You want to see something neat though? I'll show you this. And it doesn't tell you the amount. I know the amount. But so the first drop, the drop down is going to be when I change because originally this show was talking Tampa Bay sports with a row. And I could not put one show out a week. Even a 20 minute show was a pain. I just, I was either excited for the win and I was going to trash talk the other team. Or I was upset about the law. I just couldn't get any consistency. I would go 10 days between having shows. So I just transitioned the show. And now. So, wow. so I, I'm getting somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to 50 new listeners a day. I feel like it just skyrocketed after you. I talk to you. Talk yeah, to exactly. Yeah. But no, you want to have a career. Look <laughs> at me. I'm a real estate agent. I was rookie of the year in Kansas City. Ooh, really See, cool. I mean, I just want to make it super special when I'm on here. You, If that was every time, every time people would get over me. No, I don't want wouldn't. them to get over me. No, they wouldn't. I can't get over. Hold on. <laughs> I can't get over you. Bobby, you understand. We've we've had this talk. So I can't get over you. We've had this talk. There's something about you. And you should, because you will be Brian Dunkelman. There is no coming back. When, When I sign an exclusive deal with whomever, 
don't think, oh, you know what? My schedule's freed up. I think I'm available <laughs> to be your co-host. Well, what if the real estate market takes a turn and then I have all this time? Well, then I, I will be like, enjoy listening to- back. No, I'll say enjoy listening to my show. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. What other notes? And oh, yes. What was the show going to be called again? It's going to be called uh, Catherine and the Stone Genius. Oh, okay. So you even get top billing. I'm so for the. What about Kitty Cat and the Stone Genius? I mean, we're going to talk about porn, maybe. I don't. (laughs) Do do people call you Kitty Cat? It's a joke. You've seen Wedding Crashers, right? I have. Yeah. When Jane Seymour comes in and she's like, call me Kitty Cat. Mm. so I my nickname no, I my nickname is cat and so when i try when i want to like creep people out i go call me kitty cat <laughs> we, we okay sh- don't whisper it like that please <laughs> that's how don't. she does it in the show i in know the she movie okay when you listen to this sh- do you listen to any of these shows if you're on it or not be honest yes i have okay so when you listen to the show pretend like you're not listening to your voice and just think about how ama- go. They are amazing. They really are amazing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because usually I'm just judging what I'm saying, and I'm like, my voice really sounds like that. I think I'm going to hashtag you and don't become a Dunkelman. <laughs> I'll tag you. Okay. And the theme music. So right now I'm using a bong rip, but we could either do Irish dance into a bong rip. It would be like Irish dance a stumble into a bong rip, or Tennis, the tennis ball back. Okay, that's more pong than tennis ball, I know, but you get. get, I get what you're saying. Okay, as long as you get what I'm saying. Yep. So, and. Or it could be one of those loud, like, noises that they make when they hit the ball when the girls are like, ah! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yep. So, we, I think we've talked about this before. (laughs) Back in the 80s, there was, I believe it was Monica Sellis who was. Huh. So pronounced with her, yeah, There's vocalization. Couple women still, who, yeah, it's very very popular thing to do. Supposedly, yeah. it's supposed to like make your timing amazing when you're hitting the ball, like to make the noise with it. That's why they do that. Hmm. See, now we're talking. I'm trying. I'm trying to see if you're lying. See, you're trying to. Get I'm not out lying. Of this. You're trying to get out of this non-committal because <laughs> you're not crawling back to me. I will make sure you do not crawl back to me. I just think that would be, we would have such an amazing show. All you have to do is commit an hour to two, five days a week to me. My wife doesn't even <laughs> want to do that. So Bobby five will be like. Five days a week. That's what I've been doing. Or I think this show is so fun. So I'm going to be it off. fun. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to be off for six weeks for my surgery, my thumb surgery. I don't think anyone from work listens to this. Because I think my doctor said, why six weeks? I go, because they're paying me for six weeks, mm. which I thought was a great reason. Yeah. And I need to heal Short-term disability. sufficiently. It's some, something like that or yeah. something different. I don't know. So, yeah. Perfect. But um, so while I'm off, I was going to try to do some things because first of all, there's going to be some video tied into the show at some point. I've just been too lazy to learn it at this point. But now that I'm going to be one handed for six weeks in a cast, I figured this would be a great time to watch videos and learn how to do video. Okay. And 
We would be great on video. BT dubs. Do mm-hmm. people still say that? I don't know. Well, it's just BT dub. No mm. S on the dubs. My bad. BT dub. Okay, BT dub. I don't even know where I was going with that. But we would be amazing. And I'm not just saying that. I mean, it is just me saying that, but Bobby agreed. <laughs> so that's that's a hundred percent. I agree too. No, that's it's just that's a hundred percent. Five days a week is a lot. That's exactly what Bobby I'm says. A woman of so many words. But yet, when you and I are together, we seem to be able to. Talk. That's because there's time in between. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I guess we're gonna talk about tennis since you're not serious about becoming a. a podcasting star i mean that's fine whatever maybe i need to believe in myself a little more i believe in you (laughs) bobby believes in you dakota doesn't care about you she decided she was gonna sleep i'm gonna send this home with you actually i'm gonna frame this where i have a note you can hear it right there i have a note that says don't become brian dunkelman i'm going to frame this and i'm going to give it to you oh, perfect so that you can put it right next to your tennis tennis trophy i gave you my geller cup i know no it's the catherine cup it's the geller cup but no it is the catherine cup okay and i will tell you so do, do you want to explain what the so it, do you want to explain how this came about We'll get how to what it. came about. We'll get to the, we'll get to the trophy. I, I'm putting the trophy before the championship. We need to talk about tennis first, and then we'll get to the okay. the Catherine slash Geller Cup. Tennis. How long have you been playing again? I started on September eighth, twenty twenty one. Oh my gosh, the exact date. <laughs> okay, nine eight. I remember it was like the Wednesday after Labor Day weekend. That's why, that's why it's easy day. to remember. So, so had you ever played tennis before in your life? I had hit a ball with my dad probably like twice up at the high school back when I was younger. Because like, I loved watching tennis. And so I'd be like, Dad, can we go hit a ball? And that happened like twice. Like you went twice or you only were able to hit the ball twice? Maybe both. Because if you were only able to I hit the ball. definitely wasn't good. If you were only able to hit the ball twice, I would be concerned that maybe tennis wouldn't have been your sport, but yet here you are a champion. Here I am. I know. So what led you into tennis? So for the let me let me jump in here. So that those that have been listening that don't know and haven't gone back and listened to the shows, we have had you on for not one episode about Irish dancing, but two episodes about Irish dancing. So, and this is how I found out about the Irish dancing is because you had, when we first met, you told me you just picked up tennis or had recently picked up tennis. And I said, well, why would you pick up? I was trying to, I I figured there was something that you were no longer doing. I think you asked me, um, I mentioned that I had wanted to play since I was younger and you asked me why I didn't. And I said, because I was too... That sounds like something rude I would say to someone I just met. (laughs) You were like, why not? Yeah. I was like, well, I was poor, but also um, focused on Irish dance back then. Right. So it was kind of one or the other. And so then when you got out of the Irish dancing, how much time was in between? Did you you long... Did you... Because you obviously, and we'll talk about it, you found something in tennis that you just absolutely love. Because I can't tell you... I can tell you the date I met Bobby and I can tell you when 
some of my Dobermans were born or died. And that's about the extent of my date knowledge in my head. Mm. So it must be very impactful for you. Yeah, I'm good with remem- remembering well, I mean, dates, uh, but it was very impactful. Right. Yep. I mean, so what led you into, so what's the, the name of where you went to learn tennis? I learn at Elite Tennis and Wellness. And that is located? In Over, it's in Overland Park. At Overland Park, Kansas. Yep, 143rd and um, Metcalf. Okay, so I just need to let you know that you're talking like everyone is here local. I have people all over the world listening to this. So Overland Park, Kansas, it's the, look it up on a map, Google It's about it. 30 minutes south of the city, Kansas right. City, downtown. So, um, but it's the largest, wealthiest <laughs> I guess that's not relevant, but it's the largest, wealthiest. Um, well, that's why they play tennis area there. in Kansas City. Tennis. So is when big. you when you walked in on nine eight mm-hmm. September eighth, you walk in. Did you have a? Did you go in like as a reconnaissance mission, or did you have a tennis racket in hand and go? I want to hit balls today. I went ready to play. You did? Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, you you knew. You're like, I'm going. It was like waiting for Christmas, like that day to come that I could start. So uh, Because I signed up for this. It's basically a program. It's called Elite Start. And so anyone can pay a couple hundred bucks, do this class. Um, it's You go twice a week for four weeks, and they just take you step-by-step step through the beginning fundamentals and teach you about you know, scoring and right. everything that is part of the game. Do and they explain where scoring came from? Because scoring in tennis is dumb. They probably did at some point, but I wasn't interested in. See, now I'm going to have to. I want to look that up now because right, your 15, 30, 40, then deuces at 40s. Deuces at 40s. And then love is zero. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of funny like Instagram memes and videos about that where it's like making fun of how how the hell did they come up with that yeah that is kind of i mean you yeah i don't remember them talking about it but i don't know i was probably like playing with with my racket or something so do you know how to string a racket i don't but i've been seeing them do a lot of them they're They've been inside in a little corner, and I'm like, that's so cool. Back in the 80s, I used to do that. I worked at a sporting goods store, and they had they didn't have very many people that wanted to learn, so I learned how to string tennis rackets and re-web baseball gloves, which has really uh, boded well for me here in my 50s. So I, <laughs> I think I've done great with that knowledge that I was able to gain. Perfect. So you walk into Elite. So how did you find out about Elite? Did someone tell you about it? Yeah, yeah. The actually women I work with in real estate, um, there's probably four of them that play tennis. Not all of them are members there, but they were talking about getting together to play doubles and they talk about their matches every once in a while. And I'm, I'm just always hearing it. I've been hearing it for the five years that I've worked with them. And there was something about, did you ever butt in or did they ever go creeper? Get away. We're talking tennis. No, it was always just in passing that I heard them talking about it. But then this day we got out of a meeting and four of them kind of congregated and I walked past them and I heard them specifically say, okay, it's on tomorrow morning at 10 AM at elite. And I was like, are you guys playing tennis tomorrow? And they said they were. And I was like, okay, can I please nerd out and come watch? And they were like, sure. I don't think they thought I was going to come. 
And I, sure enough, I like show up and I'm like, I'm here, guys. So and you, they were like, oh my God, she's actually, she actually came to watch. Did you have a racket already? Or did you No, have to not at that one? time. I just came to watch. Oh, okay. So I was in street clothes and no tennis racket. Right. I just walked in. The desk lady was so nice. And then I go outside. Of course, the weather was like perfect in September. It's one of my favorite months um, of the year, weather-wise. And the courts are painted like this bright teal color. Like it looks like Caribbean ocean water. They have these big yellow umbrellas out. And it just it was just felt like a really so is it, happy, awesome place. Was it outdoors? It was outdoors. Or at this time? Okay. Yep, at that time. Um, so yeah, and then I just sat and watched them. There was actually my coach, Sal, I didn't know who he was at the time, but I just looked across and he was doing a drill with some ladies. So I was kind of watching their skills and I was like, dang, there's some like really great tennis players here. And then I watched my coworkers play a game of doubles and I was just like, man, I just, I want to play so bad. And they were like, well, sign up. The coaches here are great. Like it's affordable and did they learn there as well or did they do you know i mean one of them i'm not sure where one of them learned and she's not a member there um she's a member at blue hills country club because her kids do stuff like for the family stuff right um but Kristen was um talking about this coach that was actually retiring about that time but she's like curlin was just such a good teacher and i know that they because it's just a tennis club and not a country club where there's all kinds of things. Like it's just tennis there. Like they really do invest in good coaches and that's what it's all about. And everyone who goes to play there is serious about tennis. It's not just like a something to do because I'm bored. So how, how many, how much time passed? And I have a feeling, you know, to the hour, how much time passed from the watching of, your coworkers play to you returning with a racket in hand? Um, I couldn't say hours because, but it, but I signed up for membership there within two days, I think. Okay. Um, I didn't need to sign up for membership cause you can do the elite start class without being a member. And then if you decide you like it enough, then you sign up for membership. Um, but I was like just too excited. So I signed up for membership right away and then, that was in, that was actually, I guess that was in August. So yeah, whatever I said about the weather was August. That's uh, so big correction, but, no. um, yes, I signed up immediately, but the class was not starting for a few weeks. And that's why I say it was like waiting for Christmas. Like I just could not wait until. So did you, came. were you watching videos? Were you doing drills? Were you bugging your no, coworkers at no. work? Take me, take me. Can I be a guest? Nothing. Nope. I was huh? just like, just sitting there waiting, just waiting. Okay. I'm trying to make sure you stayed on uh, Santa's good list. When... I did shop for a racket and I did buy a racket. Um, so did you and I bought some skirts and clothes when you, was that a fun part of it? It was in the beginning. Now I really hate wearing the skirts. I mostly wear like just athletic shorts and leggings. <laughs> our, our our children, when they played golf, or daughters when they were playing golf, that was, uh, they both liked shopping for the clothes. Trinity did not like wearing them once they bought them. Mm. Morgan enjoyed, she, Trinity, that just... That just wasn't how they would well, wear. So it, most it was, of the clothes I bought don't fit me anymore because I've lost twenty pounds since starting tennis. 
is I that, lost it within like is that because of tennis? Months. Um, or mo- you're more mo- focused on mostly. just. I mean, was it due to the activity of tennis, or more due to the that you knew that you were going to be doing? I mean, was it because you're running back and forth, or is it because oh, I'm playing tennis now, so well, it's I'm going to definitely the burning. Of calories. Of calories. Okay. Well, I just didn't know if it was that or but whether also, I'm changing my nutritional habits. I'm going to. Well, I naturally kind of did. And although that's not the case last night, but um, I was drinking a lot less too because I was like, I want to feel good for tennis tomorrow. Right. Like I took it so seriously. So I wasn't, I didn't have the calories from beer or the wine sugars. Um, and I got the natural things that like everyone's always talked about when you exercise, you know, you get the endorphins going, you're happier and it changes your appetite. So you do less like just junk food cravings. Like I just, just, it just naturally, like I stopped craving bad food. So I started eating a lot of fish and salads and veggies and all that. And so I don't know, everything combined, I guess. And the weight just like dropped. One yes. thing when when you and I first met, the and I think some of it because I told Bobby about you the day that I met you, and it was something about the way you just talked. I mean, it was like a, a I don't want to say passion about it, but it was it was just something that was it, that it, it felt like to me that I could feel like, I was like, wow, because like I said, I've told you this before that I, I went home and told Bobby, I was like, I met someone, which generally a married man does not go home to his wife and say, Hey, I met a woman today at work. She is amazing. <laughs> so, but there was something about you and a lot of it had to do with, and I think that the first time we met was Novemberish, maybe early December. So I don't think early December. Yeah. yeah, So I think it only been a a couple months that you had been, you know, doing it. So that's is even more so. So and it was cold outside, and I think I was wearing a skirt. Pretty sure I was wearing. You were, I think, and then sweatpants or something underneath, and like I was like, it was it was not an outfit. It would probably not your work outfit, unless (laughs) you were a tennis coach. Then maybe it would be your work outfit. Right. Yeah. May if oh my god if you become a tennis coach someday and you are not my co-host on a podcast oh, <laughs> I I won't do anything it's not like I'm going to come up and be Will Smith and slap you or anything but I will talk about you very negatively on this podcast I don't foresee myself being a tennis coach mm, that's maybe two years ago you would have said I don't see myself playing tennis maybe mm. when I'm like you're about to say your age no I was going to say just. 60 or 70 oh so probably younger, how long it's gonna me. take Great. for me to get good enough to be a tennis like um, a hireable tennis coach okay so <laughs> you enter so you start playing most of the coaches have been playing like their whole life so i know so my biological mom worked at saddlebrook resort in tampa for many many years outside of tampa and it has, it is a big tennis academy. Many Grand Slam champions lived, it's a gated community, lived there and played there. It has all the different surface courts, mm-hmm. uh, the types and everything. So for practicing things, it was pretty good. But when we would go down to visit down there, especially on the weekend, people coming out from Tampa, because it's probably driving about an hour outside of Tampa. I want to say it's in Wesley Chapel. 
I'm not a hundred percent positive, but that, but wherever it's at, I did look it up after you. You did mention it that fir- that first day. I met yeah, you. so it is. It's really amazing. But like on the weekends, a lot of times you would see, and it was it was weird because there was never husbands. I'd never see husbands. It would be like uh, a women would drive up in their nice SUVs, and like two or three kids would get out with her, and they would have their Prince tennis bags and yeah. stuff like that. So uh, they, yeah. So starting young in tennis is. But like you said, I think that may have to do with money too sometimes. Well, yeah. I, I haven't played tennis, so I don't know. I mean, to me, I'm like a tennis racket and balls. I mean, but. I, I mean, there's some families who probably spend like college fund type of money annually yeah. well, on it, private it, lessons for their child. Yeah. Saddlebrook, you can send, I think, starting in like what would be considered middle school. They can, kids, you can start paying for kids that live there and just have year round coaching and school. Live there yeah. in middle school? Yeah, oh I think that's goodness. how young it is. Yeah, wow, they do that for that and golf. It's ridiculous. Okay. I mean, I don't know. So you go in for the first time. What was your first day like at Elite? Because we're we're gonna pump up Elite here. So your yeah. first day at Elite, you walked into what? I walked into what I thought would kind of be a group of women that was stereotypical like stuck up leewood i'm, th- I'm <laughs> thinking re- i'm thinking real housewives more like probably real housewives of dallas i mean i just thought i totally it yeah i thought i that i'd be meeting people that i just could not even relate to um really i couldn't say that there was one person in there that i thought i didn't like right um everyone was nice everyone had a specific reason for starting tennis um was like it anyone the, the passion you get from me when i talk about it is almost to the same level of everyone i've met there everyone who's fallen in love with tennis has maybe like the i'll same be the judge level of, that of love of tennis it's, and, and it's meant said, something more to them in life than just playing a sport bobby and i have said that we're going to come watch you this summer sometime when you play so i will be the judge of how enthusiastic we'll see <laughs> We'll see if they have any stories about you, like behind your back. I'll be like, sure, okay. I'm, I'm not going to air any of these. You can tell me. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see if there's anything like that. So did anyone else like join like right around the same time? Because you said you had to wait for a class. So were, yeah. were all these people new or were... So everyone was new. Okay. It was the elite start class. And okay. so every, they do sessions of it. So that was the scheduled session was running from September 8th for four weeks, Mondays and Wednesdays. And then do you... Gr- do you more or less graduate to something like a different class or a different group. Or- so once you finish, um, and the, and this is still, I think, kind of evolving. They take a lot of feedback, which is great, and then they just like rework their programs based on. So do they what have to people- teach you like the basics, like which direction to hold the club? Yeah, so they teach you different grips. There's different ways that you're right. supposed to hold it depending on what you're trying to do. Um, I'm saying right. Like I knew that because right. honestly, I, I mean, I assume they're probably, I've always just picked up a tennis rack and said, okay, I need that to contact and then try to do it. So I didn't ever like, no one ever taught me grips or anything like that. So how many different grips can you think of right now off the top of your head? Well, there's multiple that you can choose from for your forehand and how they many? all have, Oh, I don't know. Probably four. Um, they teach you to use a semi-western 
grip. The old semi western for your forehead, right? <laughs> like yeah. you, yeah. See, you know. Oh yeah. Um, and so it just, yeah, they teach you how to hold it that way. That's for your forehand, and then okay, I'm gonna stop right. grip. I told you earlier that sometimes I feel like I don't know what I can say. So this is where I would generally, and this is why I need a, a co-host or someone with me all the time, because I think that I'm better when I can, instead of just me drooling on about something when I have something to play off of. Mm, and now yeah. I don't even remember what I was going to say, but there was something right there that you said, and I was going to, it would have been a sarcastic comeback, but I was like, I don't know whether I should say that right now. <laughs> something about a grip. Oh, what was the type of grip you were mentioning? Semi-Western. I was going to say, that sounds very familiar to the reverse cowgirl. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's where I would just, without missing a beat, I would just say something like that and then just keep going on. So that for people that go, oh, hold on, what? So it just perks people up. So (laughs) I shouldn't feel, I don't know why I feel weird. You got to mix some of that in. I mean, we can't be all serious. No, right? and if so. Bobby was sitting right here, I would have no problem saying that. But in her absence, I'm like, I don't know if I should mention a sex position. <laughs> Too late. So here's my thought. is At least you explained that you thought it over. I did. I did. And that's why I wanted to stop you because I was thinking about it so so intently that I stopped paying attention to anything you had said ah. after that. So I was like... See, that didn't even come out, well, girl. You don't, because you I don't thought, need to pay attention because you already know all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. The old, uh, but I'm going to probably say that now. Now, actually, I want you to accidentally say that. Be like, oh, what grip are you using? Reverse cowgirl. And they'll be like, what? And be like, uh, <laughs> mid, whatever it's called. And just, or you don't have to. I'm not saying that I'm going to force you to say that to someone. I'm just saying you should. Well, it's really semi reverse cowgirl because then there's like a full western (laughs) so i like how i was so afraid to say reverse cowgirl and then we've spent the last two minutes talking about it (laughs) so now that you're using your semi-western reverse cowgirl grip (laughs) i know i've blended a sex position and a tennis grip i have this feeling see this is another thing i have a feeling that's been mentioned in a porno before where the the i wouldn't know well, I wouldn't either because then I could say 100% certainly this was in a porno. I'm just saying it seems like a logical, the tennis pro and he needs to show his new student. Oh my so gosh. It just seems like that would be, I don't Why know. Why don't you make it? There's where you're going to okay. get your money, not from uh, Catherine and the Stone Genius. Uh yeah, this is the content because people will listen to me talk about it. No one's going to watch me do that. Well, no, I'm not no. saying you're in the porno. I'm saying well, you're directing it. You're making it. I don't want to see other people do that. That's why I don't watch porn in the first place. <laughs> okay. How did this, how do we go from talking about tennis to why do you have such a dirty sport that you play that it's, it's has not. A, you just made reverse. it dirty. <laughs> Yeah. I hope for the, the record, that is not me making these noises behind me. It's well, I the hope, dog. I hope that, I don't think that makes that any better. Is she getting excited <laughs> over this like no, she's, reverse cowgirl talk? She she's upset that we're we're having too much fun and all she's doing is sleeping and not enjoying mm. this. I think we're gonna have to put an intermission in this show so that we can refill our drinks and bowls. Oh. That's a good idea. We'll do that in a minute. So we're, we we have to we haven't even got up to the first match. 
So you walk in and the initial stuff they're teaching you is great. Cause I literally wouldn't have even thought of that. I mean, I, you know, yeah, the first so, thing you need to know how to do is hold the racket. If someone would have said how many grips are, are there, I'd be like one handed forehand, one handed backhand, two handed forehand, two handed backhand. I'm done. I mean, that's the grips I would have. Yeah. The grip is just referring to like how your position is. Um, yeah, position like around. It's just like golf. But racket. see, I wouldn't have thought of that. I mean, I understand that if I said golf, I would be like, oh, hand position and hit a draw, hit a fade. And what my hand position can do will affect the club face, which in this would be the, the racket head. But so I do understand that. But I would have never thought of that yeah. on my own. So what other types of initial training? Um. Trying to remember. Did they teach you how to, to like stick back. the ball, the extra ball, like when you're serving, like up in your skirt? They didn't teach us how to do that. That just came naturally. Did it? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if that's something that would have been taught. Or like, I what do I do with this other ball? If you've never seen tennis, it goes in your skirt. Yeah. Yep. I don't know why we're whispering. I know. It's <laughs> she's, nonstop. She's unbelievable. You will, Bobby will... We love Dobermans, but Bobby will talk you out of a Doberman because that Doberman. Do you think broken. the mics are even picking up the noise, or Pro- people think we're crazy? Because next time she lets out a big sound, we'll be quiet. I'll see if on the soundboard it picks up. Okay, but she is freaking annoying as crapola. So then you know they teach so us grip- about like the lines on the court and what's in and what's out, and you know you the alleys are in when you're playing doubles but they're out when you're playing singles what's the service line what's the baseline how do you score what is service line is that the one in the middle yep okay on the on one side of the court that's in the middle um it's so it's the line that goes under the side to side at the back of the service box okay you're you're giving me a lot of credit to ask me what a service box. It's the top of the T on that little T. Okay, okay. That, so, but it's not so. Make. So, if we're just talking one side of the court, it best basically be half of whatever. I get. Hold on. You're a genius. That right? line, isn't it? This line, this the cross T line. This is that's the net right here. Give me the paper. Oh my gosh. Oh my! I think. It, <laughs> I accidentally drew a reverse cowgirl. I'm just kidding. Here, show me what this is. Because look, actually, okay. mine looks more like Tetris. Oh yeah, I see. Okay, okay, so that was the, the yeah, net. that's the net. Yeah. yeah, and then well, then you got to do. Oh yeah, those, and then you got. Do you know how long it's been since I actually line. seen a tennis court? Yeah. So so these are the service boxes. This back line here is the service line. So the service box is where the serve has to land. Correct. To count. Yep. Okay. And then this is the baseline back here. So does Elite Tennis have like the the buzzers and whistles? Yeah, give me this because I got to frame this. Ooh, and now it's going to have that. So when you remember that, oh, I'm a Dunkelman, you're going to remember that we're talking about tennis on this episode. It's going to remind When I left me, you in the dust. It's going to remind me why I didn't have time to do five days a week of podcasting because of my tennis career. I I am tearing up right now. Just as you <laughs> as you're saying that. I mean because I always had this hope that I would be able to talk you into it somehow. And so now that you're vi- that I can see your mouth moving and you saying the actual words. Oh. I know, I'm tearing up a little. 
It could be the weed. I smoked a tremendous amount of weed before you got here too. I mean, five days a week is just a lot. Yeah. If it was three, I'd probably be like, sure. But some of those are going to be like the over the phone thing. I can kick one of our neighbors out. Actually, we'll kick them out. And then I'll... I'm looking for a place, by the way. So I don't want to say where we live. We'll talk about this later. No, um, no, I, I, so I will tell you, cause you can ask Bobby this next time you see her. I told her that when you got here, I go, somehow I'm going to talk her into this. <laughs> I don't know. And she goes, she goes, Does Bobby think that I'm the top candidate for this too. Uh, Bobby loves you. So there's, yeah. And, I had already chosen you before I broke up with my my Stephen from the Roro Show with Stephen. So I was going to, instead of just the Stone Genius, and if you still want to do this, then it just becomes Catherine. You get top billing, Catherine and the Stone Genius. But Stephen, I'm going to mention this real quick, is going to be on the show soon. He's got a lot of tremendous news. I don't, he has told me, I don't know whether I can mention it, but it's amazing. So Stephen, for those of you that, have come over from the Roro show with Steven. He'll be on with that news. But I already knew, I knew it was going to be an issue with him because I knew what was on the horizon for him. Mm. Nothing had been signed, but I just said, I, I knew I, I have, I just knew that it was going to happen. So I was, and there was no one else there. There were, there was no backup to you. So, and I'm, I, I've told Bobby this, that on my six weeks off, I am going to reach out and say, These hey. are like the words that you want like a man to say to you as a woman. Well, that's great because I <laughs> am a man. There's no backup. You're it. <laughs> I am a man. You do realize that, right? Yeah, but I mean, you know what the sense I'm well, saying that. In, no, so. but you could, uh, yeah. Dunkelman, that's what you're gonna be. That's your nickname. You go. You don't get to be cat. You're a Dunkelman from now on. I kind of like that name. It's kind of funny. You know, people are got funny name. Yeah, I like Dunkelman. funny. Oh, yeah. So uh, let's see. I might have you, to change my voice to be a Dunkelman, though, right? No. And, and you do like, have a good voice. You I have, have a, to be like Catherine Dunkelman. <laughs> okay. You sounded a little too much like Stephen Hawking there. <laughs> And I don't want to even get into the backstory with that. There's a backstory with Bobby and Stephen Hawking. I think she has a crush on him. Oh. I'm not going to say that we've role played, but there is a reason we own a wheelchair. What? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. See, this is why I need you here because we're fun. We've talked about 38 minutes and you haven't even played one stinking thing. You haven't even hit a ball yet. I know. All all you've done is learn the reverse cowgirl and... (laughs) And something about lines on the ground. Service lines. Service yeah. lines. Okay, yep. so when we're actually going to take a break because we're going to refill our whatever we need to refill. Drinks. And the only reason I'm bringing that up is if we forget where we left off and someone's listening because there shouldn't be a, it should just go straight through for you. I'm not going to put music on. I see on where I'm or, helpful to you because I'll keep us on track. Oh, see, you said... I'll keep us on track like it's a thing. I mean, don't get my hopes up because now I'm tearing up for a different reason. Dang it. It's this cardigan, <laughs> this fucking cardigan. I put it's Yeah. The- by the way, listeners, he's dressed like Mr. Rogers right now. Okay. First of all, I am dressed like Mitchell. Right. Like but the color no- is so Mr. Rogers. Oh my gosh. 
I'm trying. And the material. Okay, first of all, pink is a masculine color. It's salmon. It's actually actually rustic pink. <laughs> okay. That's what that's that's how the thing on American Eagle says rustic pink. Oh, it's from American Eagle. I buy most well, of my clothes. Young people shop there, so that's okay. Is it the women's one? Why do you say that? (laughs) Young people shop there. That's okay. People younger than me. And as old as me. Meaning it makes it less Mr. Rogers. So here goes out to all my tallies out there. So the thing that I love. You know those young people aren't buttoning up the sweater though. (sighs) You know what? We'll work on this anyways. Okay. The more we talk the more Dunkelman you're beginning to look like. <laughs> like, you may just get left on the side. So, first of all, I buy an American Eagle because being tall and thin, I have to get medium tall. They're one of the few companies that I can buy medium tall clothes. Mm. So, and I'm hip. I mean, I do listen you to... Need American Tall. What? There's a clothing brand called American Tall. But it's all online, but it's awesome stuff. As long as it's not it's, tall and big. Most of the stuff is tall and big. It's not big. No. It's just tall. They have like regular and I, tall, and I, and extra not, tall, hold on, hold extra, on. extra tall. See? I can't. Extra, extra, extra tall. I don't think that's a, I don't think that's anything because when Bobby Triple and I X first tall. when Bobby and I first met I liked I like hot tamales and she said something like there's I forget what she called them like super hot tamales but it was the wrong title so I already, I always made and now that's what you sound like extra extra tall that sounds that's that's a drink that you order at Starbucks I think okay well it's clothing as well and I know. it was just a tip just Why? a tip. <laughs> See, Bobby is going to go, she teed that up for you and you didn't say anything. So, well, yeah. you just said something. So. I, I did. You're just not but, saying it, but. Yeah, I, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like a politician where they say, I would never say that person's ugly, but you know, because then they did it. They said they would never say it. They, yeah. you know, they disclaim it. So, yeah, just the tip. <laughs> I can't. So hold on. So I'm going to pause us. For all of you that are listening, there is not going to be a pause. We haven't got to you hitting a ball yet. Is there anything else that gets us to you hitting a ball? Drinks. Drink refill. (laughs) Once again. Okay. Aren't you? Maybe. Got any problem? We're back. Hey, welcome back to the show. I like that. Wow. So was this a Better mimosa? Do you, are you ever going to drink anything ever mimo, than mimosa? Especially when we're oh, doing this five a good, days a week. I love a good Bloody Mary. Or are uh, you talking it, like non-alcoholic? <laughs> why would I be talking about non-alcoholic? I don't know because you said five days a uh, week. I feel like my nose is running. I don't think it is, but I've start. I don't know if you've have you seen pictures of me with are my we beard back on. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you should put your headphones on. We're back on. My bad. <laughs> We've just been talking. I thought you were practicing your, and we're back. <laughs> Is that why you did that? Would you not have done that if you would have known we were recording? Uh, I Try it again. I guess it doesn't matter. We're back. 
this is Catherine and the Stone Genius. I must be the Stone Genius and you're Catherine. Oh my God, you're so good at that. But yet you don't want any part of it. <laughs> Every time I say that, I get a tear in my eye and it's a real tear. It's not a fake tear. It's real. It's real. It is real. So we uh, had discussed... Um, Positions of the hands. Right. On the racket. On the racket. Tennis racket. I feel like there's a lot. I feel like the more we talk about this, there's a lot of innuendo about tennis, isn't there? Love. It's a love, love. Oh, God. Is that the reverse cowgirl you're doing? It sure is. I don't know why that's what my tennis players sound like in my head, but whatever. Well, anyway... um, I was hitting a ball this one time. <laughs> Sounds like a joke. This one time in band camp. This one time. <laughs> I was hitting camp? a ball. Brr, brr, brr. Oh. <laughs> so I went through four weeks of elite start. Elite start. Yes. How much actual court time do you get during elite start? It's all court time. Just some of it is talking when they're kind of going over. Stuff like the lines on the court and the scoring and stuff like that. But we hit a lot of balls like pretty fast. The first day was kind of like, I'm waiting for it and I just can't wait to like hit the ball. And it was just a little bit of hitting balls because most of it was explaining stuff. But then the next class, like they jumped right into it and we were doing drills with forehands and backhands and learning volleys and all that. So is there a kids group going on at the same time? And then so you're on one court. And then there's like a whole bunch of like five-year-olds on another court just staring at you all. We had two courts for Elite Start because they, there were probably, I think there were 13 of us uh, women. So, and then there were two coaches. So once they kind of explained what we were doing, then they'd break us off into, onto the two courts. So each coach was working with maybe like six or seven um, players. Right. Um, So then there's a third court and those could be reserved by any member. So there was... Sometimes there were. So did you go to the same? Did the instructors, did they focus on different things? Like you rotated through instructors or were you assigned to a certain instructor and that's what was going to No, both get of you them through? were our instructors. All of the coaches there are everyone's coaches. Okay. The only, the only reason why, well, I do think Sal, so Sal, who's a newer coach there who started last year. Um, Should we pimp Sal's podcast? Oh, go yes. ahead. Do it. Sal's podcast is called The Court Jesters. Oh, I get it. The Court Jesters. I get it. It's amazing. His buddies, um, Nelson and Mitch, are on there with him, and they have an amazing like banter between. They do. I have, I have listened to the podcast myself. Oh, you did listen. I have. After you told me about it originally, I had listened to it, and they took a short hiatus there for a bit. Yeah. And then- uh, Now so they're I doing began. it weekly. Yeah. They used so. to put out like one almost maybe per month. Yeah. Now yeah. they're doing it weekly, and they've cut it to 45 minutes and whatnot, and then they're- I think, Just so I think you- there's less editing maybe too, so the, the episode's getting out within a day. Yeah, and just so that you know this- um, we're well past 45 minutes and you haven't even hit a ball yet. Actually, you just hit a ball. So we're 45 minutes in yep. and you're just hitting a ball. I find it hard to believe that you're actually a champion. If it's taking this long just for you to talk about hitting a ball, how are you a champion in just six short months? I told you I'm a natural. You are a natural. 
Okay. Okay. So you're hitting balls now. Anything so- I've ever been good at, though, I w- came to some level like naturally. naturally. Is that because you gravitate towards things that you are good at? Because that's how I am. Like when people are like, why do you focus on your, you know, work on your weaknesses? It's like, why would I want to work on those when my my good thing is amazing? I mean, you know, well, I, so- I wouldn't have known I would have been that great at tennis because I'm bad at like baseball and golf, like things that you use a club right. for or a bat, you know, like right. anything. A swinging motion, action, yeah. something. Yeah. Right. So, but I don't know, maybe I would credit my intuitive capabilities, just like, I don't know, knowing, just knowing what I should be doing. Yeah. But uh, I, mean, I will say, good. I always tell people, Irish dance trained me to learn just by watching somebody do something. Like, I, I can you watch said, somebody do something. I thought you said you didn't watch any porn. <laughs> I don't, so I guess I'm not good at well, that. Well, may, maybe you should start <laughs> getting more porn in your life. I have a few suggestions. Oh, Hold boy. on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, you can barely, I keep, I don't know why I turn down the sound. I always complain about that. Are those supposed to be crickets? Yeah. Those sound like. They sound exactly like crickets. No. Too high pitched. <laughs> well, they're, they're. We'll work on this too. Um. Okay. So during elite start. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. Yeah. So that is, if someone is listening in in this area, or I would assume, now is Elite just here locally? Right. Is so it, it okay? Locally so owned. Just locally owned. Okay. I think but so. If someone Anyways. wanted to find a tennis, what would we call complex? What what would you tennis club club? Wherever they happen to be, do you think they would look for something similar similar like this? Do you think that would be common in, in most clubs? Like they would have some sort of entry level, yeah, elite start. Okay, so I think so so with you with the elite start, what was the one thing that you learned in tennis that surprised you the most? Like because you've seen tennis, you watch tennis, so you're a fan of tennis. So what was either surprised you the most or was different than what you thought it would be? Actually, you're going to love this. Learning that there are different grips. Like I know. Learning that you have to hold the racket a different way depending on what you're trying to do. I had See, never thought of that before. And I hadn't either until you mentioned that. You hold that. it and you hit it. Yeah. But no, it matters. Like, And, I, and then I'm like... So are you it adjusting? blows your mind when you've watched as much tennis as I did when I was younger because all the tournaments, it's like I've seen them play so many times and I never noticed that like this subtle little <laughs> changes that uh-huh, they make with yeah, the racket. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I am uh-huh, hold on. doing hand uh-huh. motions about this and okay, he's cracking up. Yeah. Um. The subtle ways that now, I mean, you, I'm going to sit on my hands so that I stop doing. Yeah, that that'll make it much better. <laughs> that'll make it much better. So, do you change the grip? Like, is it a grip that's kept through the entire point, or is it a grip that changes depending on what shots come in? So, because depending I, on what shots come in. So, see, whenever I grabbed, and I think I told you this before, when I played tennis, it was more like playing catch with my cousin. <laughs> because we were so bad, it looked like we were playing tennis because we were running back and forth and up and back and all this. But we were just 
we're literally trying to get it to each other and see how long we could volley. So I just grabbed the racket and that's how, how, you know, if I wanted to get some spin on it, then it would be more with like the way I cut through the ball or mm-hmm. something like that. I never, Which that's part of it. Right. But. but I never once thought, oh, I should, that I should be adjusting. I never even thought of that, that I should see now I'm going to walk when I, and I don't. But if I hear tennis on or something, I'll look because I'll be interested in seeing that. Like you still their probably grips. won't even notice. Really? Like and until you actually learn what specifically is it, is, it is that they're doing, you won't notice it. So it's not that direct. I mean, no. If you were just holding your hands forward, if you were pointing the dire- the racket at me and I was standing directly in forward, would I be able to see if you like if I looked away and you changed the grip? Would I be able to see it? I'm looking, In your I'm looking for something that I can use as like a prop. I almost brought my tennis racket because I was like, maybe. Nope, I'm not going to say it. Not going to say it. <laughs> um, hmm. I have a piece of, okay, I have a piece of wood over there. <laughs> and the, there's a wood pole. It's a pole that's wooden. I have a piece of wood. <laughs> right there in the corner. All right. So I'm using my phone. <laughs> Yeah. So here's the the tennis okay, racket. Just, uh, right? Yeah. So if I'm holding it like this and the racket is up and down, that's Can a I con- look away? Do I physically need to be watching you yes. do this? Oh my god. This is goodness. a continental grip. Now Oh, it looks like a C. You use that for your vol like your volley. Is that what it's net? supposed to now I'm gonna ask this. You said a continental because well, you're it looks holding like a your, C because my phone is are- so thick, but otherwise <laughs> 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 it would look like different <laughs> okay but so then it's not called a, called a continental grip because Good of the grief. sea no <laughs> because you're holding it like a sea bobby's gonna really enjoy this okay, she so obviously then, knows a c and a d and a v and a p we are very familiar with all these letters so then if i'm doing a forehand it's gonna turn a little bit like this so that when i go back <laughs> can't even look at you. Why? Because. I'm holding my phone. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm going to look at the ceiling. Good grief. I smoked. It's not me. Oh, it's Mary Jane. That's true. I told oh, you no, I would, crying again. I told you this I would the, be giggly if I did This that. is the third time you've made me cry. Thank you. <laughs> so, okay. So Probably that one. time. Um, <laughs> so when you take your racket back, it's called It's Closed. So that when you swing kind of up on the ball, if it was like this, then the ball is going to go up. But if it's closed a little bit, you can get some spin on the ball by swinging up and it'll still, the ball will stay kind of low. So anyways. Okay. So in the middle of a point, I could have, I could need to do this grip because it's coming to my forehand. Right. But then if I go to volley up at the net, then I got to change it back to the continental grip. And if I'm doing my backhand... It's basically a continental grip, but did you I'm find using your, both hands. Did you find yourself thinking of that? Like when you learned. So you said you didn't know that there were different grips. Right. So when you learned there are different grips, did that get in your head? Like when you're playing, it's like, oh, what grip am I? I mean. Yes. It does. And it still does because I just want to make sure I'm doing things correctly. Have you ever missed a point because you were thinking about it and you should have like, I've, I've, like I was misgripped or. I did have trouble with um, returning serves. Because I was trying to like change my grip when the serve would come in, but then I realized that it's better just to kind of leave a like keep a continental grip and just do a flat like return of serve, you know, just hit it back without anything fancy. 
So, <clears throat> so I solved that problem, but yeah. Okay. So we're going <sighs> to, it's messed me up before. Oh my gosh. We are an hour into this and we are just getting you out of your first four weeks. Now I know how we talked about Irish dancing for two and a half hours. You just want to talk about reverse cowgirls and laugh about who keeps bringing it up. I I haven't brought up reverse cowgirl or the stranger, which is a type of grip. I don't think it's tennis related. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so but okay. So you do you graduate from elite start? Well, like is there some sort of no? You finish the class and then they'll give you like a basic rating so that so then each player as you come into further into tennis like as a beginner you're a 2.5 rating and that that just keeps you grouped it's just so 2.5 is the starting point yeah okay and then you go to 3.0 and then you go to 3.5 then you go to 4.0 and it kind of goes i don't even know how far it goes up but maybe not that much Further, <laughs> but I just said that because Bobby would one hundred percent expect me to. Well, that doesn't help. Sixty nine point five. I get this new mic so that if I hit the bar, it doesn't make any sound. But it, it doesn't help when you punch the microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. It wasn't that loud. You have a soft punch. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think that you should just sh- suggest this. Man, my tongue's not working real well. And, (laughs) and, um, but they should knight you like you guys should kneel. Like when you're, when you're graduating (laughs) elite and they turn the, and they like knight you, they touch you on each shoulder. Wouldn't that be cool? Sal has a pretty, um, he enjoys comedy. So I might actually suggest that to him. That would be funny. And at least could, to put on their social media, like yeah. the Go, elite start graduates. Yeah, see, nice, then you like, can do yeah. it because they'll need a, an actor or actress to play the role, and you can be down there, and they can they can knight you. <laughs> so see, I just that's a good idea. Okay. I'll I'll put it in there. Okay. Like I said, they love feedback. Yeah. So and then they they can capture it like hashtag Don't be a Dunkelman. Whatever they don't know what that is. I know. You don't, oh my gosh, I got to show you who a Dunkelman is. This is going to be, I may not frame this and give it to you. I may sell it just for the monetary. Aren't you going to make copies of it? No. Nope. This is a one thing. This is a one and done. Oh. God, I still think that you would be amazing. Irish dance or tennis. It could go Irish dance, tennis to a bong rip. I'm just, I'm just spitballing at this point. Okay. So you've now been knighted as a graduate with honors from elite start. I was knighted as a 2.5 2.5. Yeah. Okay. And there's no, there's not a 2.0, a 1.5, a one. No. Just seems kind of like an arbitrary number. It goes in line with USTA ratings. So that's how USTA organizes their leagues. Okay. By level. Okay, so 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 two point five would be the entry level then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So now, once you transition out to that, what is it? Is it is there more? Because you're continuing doing so. It, when you sign up for membership, uh-huh. you you can sign up for two. They call them classes or drills. Um, they've got a whole schedule of them, kind of like you know, a yoga place would have like oh you can do hot yoga 
You can do not so hot yoga, Pilates this time. Like they'll have different. Wouldn't that be a Pilates studio and then a yoga? Well, whatever. I'm just saying. I don't know all the different yoga classes they would have. Then why are we talking about yoga class? I'm just kidding. Bad example. But anyways, they have a schedule of classes, so I can I get on the app. They have an app, and then I just go to the classes that week, and I can pick out. It just shows me what my level. Right. Um, offers. And then I can pick two classes per week are included in what I pay for my monthly membership. So do you, when you're looking at classes, do you look more for what's convenient for you, for your schedule? Cause you've already said you don't have enough time for me, or <laughs> is it because you're looking to work on something, serving, volleying, whatever, or is it because of the instructor? Because no matter what that instructor is teaching, you need to learn it all and you're more comfortable and learn better with like Sal. Because I've heard I've heard Sal and that's the only one I know because you've mentioned Sal before and I listen to to their podcast. Mm-hmm. But do you, how do you select what classes? Yeah, it's mostly um, it's mostly based on what I want to work on. OK. Um, and each class it still could be a question mark on what we're working on. Like one of the classes that a lot of people like is called shot of the week. And so for that particular week, you don't know what they're going to have us work on, but it is honing in on something specific. Um, so it might be like volleys or it might be serves. Right. Um, there's all kinds of things that we've done overheads. Um, so I sign up for that and that's, that class is nice because um, they actually combine a few levels of players in it. So I'm usually playing with players that are better than me in addition to players that are at my level. And so, I mean, you've probably heard this from anyone in sports, but like most people play better when they're kind of playing up than playing people at or below their skill level. Right. So, and I was just writing this down cause I was going to ask later, but I'm going to ask now cause that's how my mind works. Do you do like, are there like pickup? Not like pick up. Like, can you just show up and play or do you always have to be I can reserve scheduled? a court. Okay. Yeah. So do you, do you always have to have, do you always have a uh, someone in mind when you reserve the court? Like yeah. An I opponent? usually text some girls and see who's available to play. And then once we get four people, then we reserve a court. Now, are you going to tell any of these girls that you did this podcast? Because it will just determine how we speak. I know that I told them that I did the podcast back my first time. Well, they better be some of the, our listeners then. I'll I'll mention They'll want to listen to this one now that it's about They tennis. will. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to be like, you should do that full time. You are amazing. <laughs> you probably They probably tell you that anyway, but now they're going to specifically tell you about it. They are very supportive ladies. Yes. They really are. That's great. So... Let me ask this then. When you reserve a court and there's someone that you're reaching out to, and this is why I ask whether they listened or not, do you look for someone that maybe is a really strong server and you need to re- uh, work on your return serves? Do you look for someone that's just equally matched to you so it'll be a good match, or do you want someone that you can just pound into oblivion? Um, I'm going to work on... I don't know, maybe all of the above, but like usually it's just people that I get along well with and naturally out of four of us, like we all have different strengths at this point because we're all learning 
somewhat at the same pace, but it's like I have a really good overhead hit because of my volleyball background. Right. And you're like, wait, now we got to talk of volleyball too. Oh my um, gosh. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that because I'm so stoned. So many but things. Um, I like how you did that. So many things. So many things. So overheads hey, just are a natural skill Do not skill quit tomorrow. Me. Do not go into Malfur's tomorrow and quit. Okay. I'm not asking you to quit. I'm just asking you to do this with me. I know. Okay. I just want to make sure because you are amazing. I just don't want you to go home and I've given you such a big head about this that you go home and go, I'm just going to be a podcast. Because then I would be mad because then you'd probably dunkleman me. I would become the Dunkelman. You would just take off. It would just be Catherine. And they'd be like, what happened to the stone genius? And be like, actually, they'd be like. That one's okay. If I was a better. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Okay. So doing pickup games, how how often do you do that? Do you do it Um, more often now that you're a better as you're advancing as a player? Yeah, and I think the more people you get to know there, then it's like, then you get asked to play from other people. And it's like, honestly, it is, it is, a, it's quite the schedule to manage sometimes. Um, but I'm somehow up there, but you I, managed to do that schedule. Okay, well, yeah. I know. <laughs> stop. Oh my gosh. Okay, so. I think you need to stop. I know. You, I'm up there probably at least five days a week, if not six. I used to say four, but it's really like five or six. Um, so whether I go, I could reserve a court by myself and just get a ball machine that, you know, throws them at me and I just do repetition. You, you pull a hamstring. You're not able to play for a month. How, how many days a week do you go up there? Do you, would you still go up there just to hang out with the atmosphere and everything? I would go see my friends up there. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, though. And I do have... Because that's a sense of... I mean, that, that's awesome because you went there just wanting to play tennis and, you know... Oh, you, yeah. I mean, did you give it much thought? Like, hey, I'm probably going to meet new friends. Or, nope. Nope. Not really. Do, I, what, do you think that you were even more like... I legit I mean, like thought me, I was going to go up there and be like, God, all these rich bitches. Like, I can't yeah. be friends with them. But it's not that way. And you that said way. that that was... Mostly all of them, but not all of them. I'm just kidding. I'm trying to get you in trouble now. I literally haven't met anyone who's really like that. I'm sure there's a few, but and you've told me about quite a few of the 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 ladies that you play with, and and not only that, but just their families and and how you've interacted with. Yeah, I see them outside of tennis. There's a good handful of them. Like I saw two of them last night. I had a drink with one, and then I went to another one's house later, and um. I mean, and and there's kind of a few of us who get together quite a bit. Like I just Thursday night, I hung out with Sam and yeah, I mean, I see him outside of tennis now too. And we're going to get to it. But before I forget, has anyone tried to steal your trophy yet? No. Okay. Just want to make sure. Cause that would. Not a lot of people come to my apartment. Oh. But I did, I did share it. I mean, I was like, dude, this is probably the best like gift ever. And we will get to it. I, I will mention one other thing. I wanted to make it authentic with the, like the old plastic, like when you, that what, label makers? Yep. Can't find those. Everything is one of those, um, mm. you know, thermal prints or whatever. So that's why I had to end up doing that. So we'll, we'll talk about that trophy later. So now you're transitioning. And so you're doing, so each day you said you could pick two or you could do two a week. 
two per, per week, two per of week, the scheduled classes. Okay, that are pro led. So there's a coach there. There's usually multiple coaches there because you know if like 16 people sign up, you right. need a few courts, and they make sure they have enough coaches. They've got a good coach to student ratio, basically. Um, so there's always multiple coaches there, and I do those classes. And then the other days, we just put together where I just go up and play doubles with some of the girls. Um, and sometimes they go up and just do a ball machine. So, I was going to ask whether those are really in you. I mean, you see them like on TV shows and a movie. I don't think I've ever seen one. A ball in machine? Re- yeah, in real life. Even I was thinking in Saddlebrook, I don't ever remember, huh. not to my knowledge. Yeah, they just hmm. they just keep them on. There's only a couple of them, so like you have to reserve a certain court to use the ball machine because you got they got to have an outlet you can plug in. So can you adjust? So can you adjust like how it's hit to you, or is it just yeah, a random? So you can do height, you can do the speed that the ball is coming at, you can do the the speed that it's spitting them out, like right the, the time how, in between right, each ball, okay. um, how far it feeds it. Yeah, everything. That's awesome. Okay, so. Uh, what else? So you've graduated your elite start class and you're starting to do these like specialty classes a couple mm-hmm. times a week. What else do you do to maintain besides, I mean, are there other classes and things that you do or then is it just the pick? Like sometimes I, I do more than two classes a week. Just you can, you can put yourself on a wait list. And if you get in off of the wait list or if they have space, available and you've not signed up for it they'll send an email out hey you we know you like coming to this class do you want to jump in it won't count towards your two classes per week so like this week i think i was in three or four what's your what's your most fun class what's your most fun thing Mm -hmm. on the tennis court to do like a big powerful booming serve because I know in golf that's what everyone wants in golf to hit. A I'm big really trying drive. very hard to get better at my serve, and I have a hard serve, but it's very inconsistent. And inconsistent meaning landing in the scoring zone, right? Is that what it's called? I mean, I Just know landing in the service box. Service box. Yeah. Sorry, scoring zone. Scoring zone. Sorry, sexual term again. <laughs> <laughs> He's in my scoring zone again. <laughs> Yeah, I usually land out of the scoring zone. <laughs> okay, so. So, um, yeah, but, I mean, if somebody lobs a ball up or, you know, just the ball comes up high, I mean, I do not hesitate to just smash the shit out of it. Uh, oh, you used the curse word. Oh, yeah, I did. And we're only an hour I did earlier, too. I go, did? what the fuck? Yeah. Why did but you it was kind of like, it was kind of like that. Breathy? Yeah. So you must not have heard it. Or maybe it I might did. have been about the crickets or something. I was like, what the fuck is that? Wow, that seems like a very strong reaction to my crickets. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean we've talked crickets. about a, we've, are, we've talked are. about a lot of stuff and for you to get that emotional I can be work particular th- about some things. Evidently, yes, and I'm afraid to find out what uh, those other things are. So, you're that's, a, that's like a standard like sound and that version of it is like too high pitched. It doesn't sound like any of the other cricket noises you've ever heard your whole life. Sounds like every other cricket I've ever heard in my no, life. No, it's it sounds what? more like a bird. Actually, I can I I didn't know this. I can understand cricket. They said Catherine doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about, no, which Catherine is weird. Is correct. I'm yeah. not a cricket. Is what it's saying. And. <laughs> 
cat, did you give yourself that nickname or did other people give you that? A nickname? girl named Jessie um, gave it to me in seventh grade. And it stuck, except my family was like, oh, we hate that. We're not calling you that. So. I'm going to reach out to your family and tell them that they should start calling you Dunkelman. Oh. And they'll be, why? And I'll be like, none of your fucking business. Good. I just wanted to use an <laughs> F-bomb real quick. I don't know why. But um, Well, I was going to say, say you're going to reach out to my family and just say, fuck off. But I know. Do you think they're going to listen to the show? Hopefully not. My parents aren't on Instagram. Big surprise. So. I know. My mom, Look, like, if my mom was on Facebook, she would have been banned for, like, the 400th time at least. I don't even want to know so. why. I mean, right now, because then I'll have to force you to come back again. Uh, sorry, I was just checking to see. And I know this is going to sound bad, but I have been talking about this for, like, 10 days now. I was just checking to see if my dad had passed away yet. Oh. He has not. Okay. So, which I'm sure... And I know I sound like a whiny something or other. Somehow it's going to inconvenience me in my surgery. Are we going to have a moment of silence with the crickets? No, because no. that wouldn't be a moment of silence <laughs> no. if there were crickets. Well, but they signify and how are you? silences. I'm sorry, I need to drink. Yes, you do. So, and this is why Bobby, because I feel bad that I'm not drinking when you drink, but... I, My level so, but, of sarcasm and like giving somebody shit is a good like. It's better than it's probably more accurate than like a breathalyzer. Like for me, you can okay. tell how drunk I am by how much shit I'm giving people around me. Okay, or how well then you you need to drink more. Then actually, yeah, I've kind of leveled out a little bit, haven't I? Once again, I'm saying this to a woman who's sitting in my living room while my wife's not here. Drink more. Yeah, <laughs> bottoms up. Not the worst thing that you've said. <laughs> Hold on. I'm not sure I want to know what the worst thing I said was. I don't want to know. <laughs> don't. And are you going to be all right? You said it on air. I almost. I know, spit, but I, I don't want to know. I, I, I'm sure I did. I don't, I don't want to know. You know, originally I was going to release this show on Thursday, the day of my surgery, because I'd had other shows that I had planned out. But I am so excited to hear the show myself. <laughs> Then I'm actually going to put it out on, maybe I'll put it out on Monday. I'll double up my shows on Monday. You know what you should do? You should have a marathon one day of all four because the first one we were so on track. Like all we did was just talk serious, like real estate, everything. Yeah, that was. There's all business. And then the next time was like a little bit of like rabbit trails and then the one after that was like a little bit more rabbit trails and then this one is like full-on rabbit trails oh bobby gave you the full approval it We've was talked great. like 10 percent tennis and like 90 percent like but that's how it mind. is and i'm gonna be interested so here's one reason well the first reason because i need you to understand this i think you're amazing that's why i want you as my co-host and i think we would be amazing doing this show together but i have heard from people that listen to the show that have actually told me they go it's amazing that you can talk for an hour and a half with no co-host or anything and they'll listen mm -hmm. so just think about the people that can't deal that go this is just one guy driveling on and this witty banner we have back and forth Nope, you're so, going to be a Dunkelman. Can I ask you a question? Oh, 
Pro- do I ha- do I have to commit to answering it first? Yeah, if you want me to be a host, I have to be allowed to ask questions. Okay, and let me ask you this. I did call you because from the time I originally asked you to be on the show, you came into the longest one night stand with Bobby and I, which I put on all of my podcasts. But when you were leaving, I said that I would want you to consider being a host on the show. And then I didn't hear from you for like, 10 days, which I understand <laughs> there's life that's going on. Not everyone leaves, lives a life that is devoid of a robust calendar. So I didn't hear from you. So I actually did a, an episode where I came up with a new term. It would, it was called co-ghosted. I felt like I had been, I'd asked you to be my co-host and I felt like I was co So I actually said that I was co-ghosted. So that's a new term. That's, that's it's, it's clever. Great. Yeah. So um, I hope you don't find that offensive. Nope. Okay. So now you can go, go on. You were going to say something and I ruined it because I'm high. Um, it's all right if you don't remember because I do that all the time. Oh, Literally. oh, 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 I know. Okay. okay. Oh, you were going to ask me a question. I'm going right? to ask you a question. It is for the ladies at tennis who are going to be listening to this. Sure. Tell them a little bit about you so they know who you are. Your listeners, like your longtime listeners know you're a I'm just a guy. Like, no, I mean. Explain I, that. I, I am because of a, a test I took and because of the way my mind processed stuff. So you scored but, high on an IQ test that put you in genius category. Uh, yeah, that's about it. And you just did you just take that test on a whim? Or? No, I've always been just different. My favorite, and I'm not a quote guy, but my favorite quote growing up was Henry David Thoreau. It's not uh, nonconformity; the world whips you with its displeasure. Just meaning of anything. So back in the '80s, when Twenty One Jump Street came out, Johnny Depp had both ears pierced. That was not something guys did in the 80s. So someone bet me 20 bucks, which in the 80s was a ton of money, because I was going to get my left ear pierced anyway. And I said, I'll go get both ears pierced. And so I did it. And the deal was I had to leave it for a month. But I got so much crap. I remember being in a doctor's office and a doctor just going, I have to ask you a question. I'm like, yeah, why both ears? And my answer was, why one? And it was funny because he was like, that's a great answer. I mean, just because, and so I, I've just always been a little different. The way I look at things, I overanalyze everything. If we, like every show that I do, I've already done multiple times in my head. In fact, I've, I've told Bobby this, and I think we talked about it on our show before, is I will yell to Bobby when I'm in the shower because I come up with ideas when I'm in the shower. I love being... I love being hot and wet. So I take that however you want, but I love, so, and so I told Bobby. Everybody likes a good steamy shower, right? They certainly do. Some more than others. That would be this guy. But I I told Bobby, so I was trying to think of what I needed the hook was because I didn't have a charismatic co-host named Catherine. So I was trying to figure out what my hook was going to be. And so have you seen the show Hot Ones on YouTube? Nope. It's uh, the wings. They eat the the hot wings. Hmm. So there's a, it's a thing. It, the guy does interviews while they eat hot wings. Like from, okay. this is hot to, you can't even think straight anymore. 
Got it. And it's very good, but that's his hook. I mean, it's still a good interview, but if you took the hot wings out of it, you'd be like, okay, it was an okay interview. I mean, I, I don't know if it was outstanding. So I was like, oh, that's my hook. I'll start having, I'll start doing the podcast in the shower. And Bobby's like, because this was literally the day after you were a guest. And she, she goes, so when <laughs> we do the, the our next show with Catherine, are all three of us in the shower? <laughs> and so I was like, well, that yeah, I go, I, I can understand where that may. So then I was like, well, then we could do a hot tub. So that's my that's that's my idea. But then it's like you're going to be kind of limited to 20 minutes because we couldn't do this show. We'd be pruny and passed out and probably dead. If we had been in the hot tub for an hour and 20 minutes. You would be dead? I don't know. I wouldn't. I would be it's happy. Definitely, it would definitely be against a physician's advice. Yes. Oh, yeah. I just, a steam shower. I wanted a hot tub at my old house so bad. We never got one. And so if you had a hot tub, like, that's how you can talk me into being your co-host. Bobby would be because so no I'll come to a hot tub so, five days a week. So here's the hook that oh I shouldn't be talking this on air because someone's have to gonna be steal like this 9 idea. Someone would steal this idea. My thought 9 was nine a.m. hot tub mimosa podcasting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I can see it. There's a my day normally there. doesn't get busy until after that. Oh, your days would free up with this. But my, my thought is you don't even have to have it just at your hot. You could start going to like amazing resorts and doing the podcast from one of the hot tubs. Like, have you ever heard of the Elms Resort? Yeah. And the Excelsior Street, they have a grotto there. Mm. You could do a podcast from the grotto or something like that. The hot tub at the grotto or something. So, yeah, I have a lot of hooks. Someday I'll find someone who's not a Dunkle man and they'll be all on board. I mean... I don't know why you didn't. I don't. Op- I didn't know. I don't know why you didn't open, open with that. The invitation with hot what, tubbing and traveling. Uh, let's see. That's a pretty good way to talk me into anything. Okay, so I'm gonna have to pass that one by Bobby first because <laughs> I was kind of thinking the hot tub thing was because I didn't have a co-host. I'm not against it. I'm just saying I. That is one I'm gonna need clearance on. The the hot tub. Oh, she wouldn't come with us. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. assuming Bobby was with us. Well, that makes more sense. <laughs> My wife would be with us, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to make you laugh. I am laughing. Did yeah, you not I, hear it? I did not get a big enough bottle. Actually, Bobby bought you the alcohol. She did. Yeah. Does she not I get it for, like, for free from there? She just gets a discount? Uh, she just gets a discount. I think if she gets it from free, she loses her job. Mm. I think that's how that works. I'm not 100% certain, but Get, I think that's it. <laughs> yes. Man, I got to shave my beard. I was. I think I started that. I was going to grow it out during my surgery because I shave in the shower and I was like, you know, it's going to be hard for me with a cast on. I got to do one of these. Mm. I know that no one's at home and can see me raising my arm above my head. Yep. But Catherine was amazed by how accurate that demonstration was me of <laughs> raising my hand above my head. <laughs> You're welcome. So I was going to let Are the beard grow out. Are we talking about tennis? No, we're talking about my beard oh, now. shit. Okay. I know. People are going to love this show. See, and Is that's it. Gonna it. Be we two hours? T- what? Is it going to be two hours? Probably. Okay. Okay. As long as we get back to tennis. Anyways, okay. your beard. I know. I just feel Guys like. Guys always have like this random, you know, like 
I'm growing my beard out because of this type of thing. I'm like, what is the, what's the equivalent for a girl? Um, it is not growing <laughs> any hair out anywhere. No, so here's the deal. And I get it. I look different when I have a big bushy beard. I just look different. In fact, when I shave my face, it was funny because some people that I work with that knew me when my face was shaved and I grew it out while I was there. When I shaved again, one of the people I worked, she just literally was like, oh my God. Have you had any scruff the other times I've seen you? I don't think so. Okay. I like the scruff. Yeah. I would, I would, I would. So I just, it, I don't know. I always feels like my nose is raining. I don't want it to be. It, I feel like there's food in it all the time now. And it's mm-hmm. only like 10 days old or something. Let's talk about tennis. I don't know why you want to keep talking about my scruffy beard. <sighs> I'm just kidding. Well. Okay. So so now that you're, you, you've graduated from elite, are you still a 2.5? I mean, not from elite, but elite start. So you came out of there as a 2.5 rating. Yep. Are you still a 2.5? I'm kind of in between. I just had discussions with two coaches um, last week about moving up to the 3.0 level. So uh, do they have to approve that or do you have to yeah. show a the skill? Pro, or? The pros have to feel like your your skill level is there to move up. So would it look bad on them if they're like, oh, well, we're just going to. Well, we'll move Dunkelman up. She doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't deserve it, but you know, whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, it would probably upset some people because if I, if my level of play was not good enough to be in that level, then it would affect everyone else's experiences when we're doing active drills and I just suck. And Did, they're like, what the fuck is she doing here? Oh, I love your body mouth. Do you, so when you're doing your, Tennis. So you're a 2.5. And now you may, you're, it talks about becoming a three. So I'm trying to mm-hmm. do the math here. So basically, seven months, eight months, you've been doing this somewhere in there? Since September. So Let's what? just go with, yeah. Let's say eight. No. Seven, eight ish. I like to six. make it shorter because then that makes me sound more impressive. You are impressive. <laughs> and you know what? So September as, as, 8th. As a, as a guy, I've never tried to make anything oh. shorter. It's April 9th, so like almost exactly seven months. Seven months. Okay. Seven months and one day. So did anyone that you entered your class with already at 3.0 that you're aware of? No. Will anyone be joining you at the same time? Like, is anyone... The ladies who will probably be moving up at the same time are ones that I play with most often, and most of them started between April and July of last year. So we're all still in our first year, Year. so one's just completing her first year. Do they ever talk about, is that something, I mean, did you go into that with a time frame? Like, I want to be hitting a ball. I want to be able to look like I know what I'm doing on a tennis court by three months. I want to be participating in tournaments or playing. I don't know that I had a time frame on it because for me, like, and the same thing would go for real estate or Irish dance or anything I've done. If I'm going to learn something, I want to learn it the fastest that I possibly can. Like I want to master it as fast as I can. So I'm not even going to say three months because what if I could do it in two? Right. 
So I'm just going to say I'm just going full speed ahead and I'm going to get there faster than I guess it always feels good to get there faster than like the average right. student. So I just didn't know if there was a benchmark like you could. So then you could judge yourself because if you're just doing it as fast as you can, the only people you can really compare yourself against is just the people that you can see that are on the journey with you. But if right. like if Sal said, oh, well, the average person, they go from a 2.5 to a three and it takes them 14 months. Then if you do it in seven or eight, then it's like, look how, I mean, to you, I mean, that that's why they knighted you. That's why you, you knelt and they touched you on each shoulder with a tennis racket. <laughs> I really and, wish that would have happened. It's, it's, it's honestly a fun idea. I think it would be amazing. Okay, so... So you feel comfortable with what you're doing? I mean, your your speed that you're at at seven months, you feel very... Like if you yes. move to a three right now, so you just played a tournament and we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Did you ever feel, and I know you won the tournament, so this seems like, I to me it feels like a dumb question because you actually won the tournament. But did you ever feel like maybe you weren't as good as your competitors or you weren't on par with... no. No? Okay. I like that. No, that's fine. I mean, no, seriously, because that's what, I mean. I've gotten really positive feedback from the coaches, from other players. Um, How how is that? Because I know that you said you were somewhat concerned before you arrived originally that you may run into some people that, uh, bitches, I believe your word, not mine there, but you were just concerned about, like, how the people that you were going to be hanging out with yeah. were, I mean, how has that journey, has it continued to be fantastic with them as you yeah. guys move up? Yeah, it is. Of course, you know, you get a bunch of women together and some women have certain personalities. But what I was saying is it broke my like stereotype of so a lot are, of women, I mean, Lee, they, the, Lee would, you know, like I was doing the, are they the doing stereotype. A lot of encouraging though is what, well. I mean, is it, are you They're guys very encouraging? Encur- I still think that just depending on who it is, there are some people who just still, whether it's their own insecurities or whatever it is, um, they do get a little caught up in like, oh, I got to keep up with this person or like maybe there's some jealousy if someone's moving up faster than another. Right. Um, you know, for a couple of us girls, it's like we've become such good friends that it's like, oh, well, we like going to the classes together and all that. And then what if we fizzle out into different levels? Then it's like, oh, that's yeah, not, I didn't even that's think about not, that. It's not our gang anymore, you know, right. so which we would still be friends, but it would just be different at tennis to not be there at the same classes as them. Right. All the time. And um, and without cl- naming anyone, has there been anyone that your relationship, and it doesn't matter whether it's you or the other party, that your relationship as you've gotten better and maybe at the pace that you have, that maybe you've seen some animosity like, well, because sometimes when things come naturally. There's not animosity, but there's en- there's energy Energy. Yeah. Negative energy? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I like that. That was an amazing answer. So I wouldn't have given such a polite like, answer. Like I can tell that this person has ulterior motives by 
I guess, being friends with me there. Right. Yeah. Um, just very focused on like keeping up and, but I don't know. She's also really sweet. Like I like her off the court. Yeah. A lot. And there so. are people, I mean, when I used to play sports and play with, you know, the same people, you would find that. I mean, some people I wouldn't want to be on the court with, like if it was basketball, like I may not want to be on the court with it and they were fine off the court or vice versa. And then you'd have some that were great both on and off. So I just yeah. wonder how those relationships did. So as you're progressing, so you're out of elite start, you're progressing. How long was it before you played in your first competitive match? And what would um, that even, I mean, I, I guess it would just be dictating a winner and a loser. I mean, I guess I don't know what I'd mean by competitive. Yeah. So it was a league. Okay. So, so you so entered you sign up for league. like a season. Okay. Um, so yeah, I played the winter season of, it's called 10 cap. Right. Um, that is just a local league here. They put together, it's sponsored by Gomer's. Um, I, I put that on your trophy. You did. And I had no idea what it meant. I, did, I <laughs> yeah. just knew I had seen uh, your post that you had done. Uh-huh. And so um, I was like, well, I'm going to put that on there. I don't know what 10 cap is. So it's a, it's the league that you were playing in. Yeah. I don't know why they call it that, but that's what it's called. It's sponsored by Gomer's. Um, and there's a gal who runs it and you pay in, but it's all just local clubs. So like USGA how many, how many cl- is clubs? national, but this is just local. How many clubs are there locally? Oh God, I don't know. I, Get, I, don't I mean, know. like single digits, double digits. We're one of the few like pure just tennis clubs. Yeah, because there are a lot of um, there's clubs like, like Hallbrook that has That's a country and, club. Yeah, a yeah country so there's club. Hallbrook, Blue Hills, Milburn. Right. Um, and then there's Woodside down by the plaza so There's how many genesis health club so they're like a gym but how many tennis. how many when you're generally competing against other clubs how many other clubs are typically represented like two other four other ten other we probably or? played maybe five different clubs our whole season okay so and we we played a few of them like multiple times have you ever known any of the other players beforehand, like nope. outside? Okay. Nope. Have you become friendly with anyone that you've met on any of the other uh, competitors that well, you're like, oh, they they played really well. I I really like their one of the style. Things I, I don't know. One of the things I do like about tennis is that a big part of the sport is learning sportsmanship, and so like you're just you're supposed to be classy, like you're supposed to be a good sport, and. So part of what they do with the leagues is if you're the home team, so you're hosting the team at your club to play, you're supposed to kind of bring a few snacks or buy them drinks after or something. Like, you're supposed to socialize with them. Wouldn't it be um, easier for your team to win if you bought them the drinks beforehand? <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, most women take it pretty seriously, so they probably would not partake. Oh. Um, but, yeah, you can sit around and chat after the match. You host them and... Um, there's been some women that I've really enjoyed meeting there and everyone's nice. I haven't become best friends with any. So, and clubs, but I know how you feel about elite, but how are the other clubs when you've, how many other different clubs have you played at? Um, just because we had a match at them, probably three, three. Yeah. And how, how's elite? And you don't have to name the other ones. How's it match up to them? 
Because I know I, I've looked at Elite's website. Well, like I I've said, said, the other places aren't just focused on tennis. Right. So I still like Elite the most. Like they don't stack up because the coaches are different. The facility is different in that there's a lot more going on. Like I hate playing at Genesis in Overland Park because they have like You know that's six one of our major sponsors. <laughs> just kidding. They have I, I mean not now they're not, not for but. long. <laughs> um they have like six courts wide and then they have this like bar up top that overlooks the courts and then next to the courts there's like weight rooms and it's just there's so much going on around you right it's it's hard it's difficult to focus yeah um so i'm throwing this out there when i finally have worn you down and talked you into being my co-host tennis tuesday tennis uh, we focus on tennis well no i don't want to steal the court jesters well we're much funnier than they are so (laughs) i mean it's not really like we're stealing anything at that point but see, we could have a special. I'm just throwing. The, I'm trying to well, do whatever I can. Well, they know a lot more about like the history of tennis and all the pro players. Like they know, they I, have, they have all that knowledge. I'm like, yeah, I liked Andre Agassi back in the day, and Pete Sampras had big eyebrows, and I didn't like him. And then Roger Federer came in and just fucked their whole world up. Yeah, and now, but now I really respect Roger Federer. Let's see. Okay, here's here's and I the hate Djokovic. That, and here's like, things that's I kind remember about Tennant. I liked John McEnroe because of his temper. I didn't like Jimmy Connor because he's the anti McEnroe. Um, Those guys stopped I, playing like before I was really <sighs> born. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot. Okay, who You're else? Uh, let's see. Boris Becker. I liked him just because he was so young. I think he was about my, I think we were about the same age. I think if I looked it up, like if I had a producer, so I like would probably know you, that. You, him, and Mr. Rogers. Yes. Same age. I believe so. Okay. Um, I think Boris Becker, I don't know. I don't want to say anyone's name. There was a male tennis star who got in trouble for having sex with a waitress in a closet. At a restaurant. Oh. I will have to look that up. Or, or I could be misremembering that. Which I could ask the court jesters. <laughs> they'll they be like, what movies know. are you watching? They'll be, that, that would be funny. I've gaslighted you. And they're, they'll be like, nope, that's never happened. Never <laughs> heard of that. What are you doing? Yeah. Okay, so a tennis player who uh, let's got see. in trouble for sleep for fucking somebody in a closet at a restaurant, yeah. you said? Okay. Yeah. What? Uh, let's see who else was there. I think that was about, so I stopped like the, I know some of the guys now and ladies just because they're at the top of the game, but I wouldn't like back then I could have seen a picture of Jimmy Connor and know who that was or Andre Agassi, either Mm -hmm. mullet or after his mullet. So there are certain things that I would have known back then. Like Martina Navratilova, I'd be able to tell you who that was. Chris Ever. I mean, those were the people when I was growing up. So I was very familiar with them. Yeah. But like the the current, I have no idea. I mean, I know who the good people are just because you hear about them all the time. So I don't know. Do you think tennis, do you sit down and watch tennis? Like if you're Mm -hmm. not doing anything on the weekend, do you just like to, if tennis is on, do you just turn on and watch it? I love watching all the tournaments. Um, I used to hate watching doubles, but uh-huh. now that, so when you, as a beginner player, they mostly focus you on playing doubles. It's just and easier what, to learn because you're covering 
I would think that would be more dangerous. Like, Mm, have you ever had a close call? Well, I I hit a girl named Sheena with a ball last week and bruised her, and I feel really bad. I was thinking more about your own teammate whacking you with a club. uh, Not a club, a racket. No. Not a lot of collisions happen. But... Well, you're newbie. It's supposed to be kind of easier. It's like it's less work, obviously, to play doubles because right. you're not covering the entire court. You have a partner, so it's. Do you ever, when you're playing doubles, have you found it? And I know I jump around, get used to it. Um, I know I'm like I'm trying to answer your last question. I'm sorry. See, then this is why Bobby also said you'd be good <laughs> for me because you'd rein me in. I have that problem every once in a while. I actually, and I know I'm jumping off topic again. I, <laughs> I was going to, uh, there was something I was saying yep. on the podcast and I came up with an idea and I didn't, I couldn't write it down or whatever. So I know there's a certain person. If there's one person I know that's going to make it to the very end of every podcast, it's Tim. Hey, Tim. And okay. so I said, Hi, hey, Tim. I go, Tim, remind me, hey, make sure that you, because I want to know that you hear this. So when you hear this, text me immediately so that I know that you heard from. Perfect. Dunkleman. I had to look it up. I'm, I was, I was like, I was going to call well, you Dumbledore. <laughs> just, in, just in the last couple minutes, I literally was, what was going through my head was how many people are actually going to sit through two hours of this? Tim. Tim. Yep. Hey, you could go with us next month. Bobby and I are going to visit. Good Tim. old Tim. Yeah. They, Where's Tim? Uh, they are in Colorado. I want to say the name Firestone. I don't know. It's north of Denver. Oh, okay. So um, they own uh, Teriyaki Madness. Ooh. Have you heard of those? Nope. But that so, sounds delicious. I, got, I hope I have that name right. If I don't, I'm such a... Now I'm going to have to cancel this whole show and we'll have to do it all over again. I'm just kidding. Tim got a good... But um, no, Tim has invited us. I mean, we were going to go out there. I don't like Asian food. Ugh. Is that towards me or towards the Asian food? You. Wow. Okay. And that was... Dunkle. Put that on your little noise machine. That's a sound of disgust. Uh, I don't have a sound of disgust. Mystery? No. Rimshot? No. Applause? No. I'm saying we need to add it. I can add that. Record, I will record add it for me you. going. <laughs> That'd be. I know. That's no. Don't do that because no. All I right. I don't right. need sound effects. Now I don't even remember what I was talking about. Oh, Tim. Teriyaki so, madness. Right. So I my issue is a texture issue. So like I can eat like peas and green beans and stuff if it's in a stew. But if you just put peas and green beans on a plate, I would literally gag. I have a horrible gag reflex. Wow. So one of our first Never video- heard that anyone say green bean. Green bean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I am not. And I always joke that I am a, the only thing better than meat and potatoes is more meat and potatoes because I just, uh, yeah, I'm not a. Bobby and my, our safe word is any vegetable. If I say a vegetable, she know, something's up. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't matter what the vegetable, it could be any vegetable. She knows that that is, means something's wrong. Well, don't say pea because then she'll be like, wait, are you talking about a do you vegetable need to, or do you, do you need you to have to potty? I don't think my <laughs> wife of 26 years still asks me if I need to potty. That's something that you do to a young kid or a really old adult. And I know that I'm a really old adult in relation to you. <laughs> 
<laughs> but in relation to my oldest fuck father, I am actually I'm still old now that I think about it. So I I was trying to talk because myself as you get older, young. it'll get more confusing because people actually think like when you're just yelling pee that like you're gonna pee your pants. I know. I don't think I'm. Bobby will not allow me to make it that long. Okay. So I always. So she has a thing about watching those TV shows like 48 hours and stuff. And it never bothered me because I was like, oh, she just likes these crank. But she takes notes, like meticulous notes, like almost like she's planning a crime. Do you have a will? Uh, I probably should, shouldn't I? Mm. I was going to ask if you wrote me in as your uh, co-ghost. In- inheritor of yeah. the podcast. Yeah. It, yeah. So it can just. If you're that lo- serious about it, it should be in your will. It should be in my will, but I should have a, this wouldn't go on without me. It would go on with you. People will like you. People don't like me. I have a feeling like if, if people are listening to this, like the ladies that you play tennis with, they'll be like, oh, that's on a, that was such a nice show. He sounds like a nice young man. And then when they meet me, they'll be like, who the fuck was that? So it just, <laughs> so here's a typical thing. People will be like, hey, Rodney, it's really nice to meet you. I'm like, oh, you just didn't give it enough time. I just, I'm just setting expectations. I'm quirky. That's why Bobby, that's why she's going to be a saint someday. So like, you're going to be, you're going to be sainted with a tennis racket. She's actually going to be sainted because she had to put up with me. I see. I know. Bless her heart. I know. Okay, so you're playing competitively now. This is the, so now you are not only the first four time Am I the first two Guest. hour? You're, yeah. Hold on. We're talking podcast, podcast. right? Okay. Yes. You're going to be, this is already, this is already the longest. It. I know. See? <laughs> yeah. I know. And Bobby was the same thing. She's like, someone better say it. Someone, because she knows what's <laughs> going on. So, um, but yeah, so now you're, you're the, uh, the most frequent and the longest. Yeah. I think the league started maybe in November. Okay. And so how often is, do you play every actual, week? Just um, once a week? Yeah, uh, our matches are once a week, but our team is big enough to where you only need four players to play every week because they run two courts, so you have two players and two players. Um, And then you combine the games one on each court, and that's who wins the match. Okay. So it is a team effort on both courts. Um, Now, what time is that? With only four gals needing to play each week, I don't. I'm not one of the four every week when we have seven or eight girls on the team. Is it a set so. time every week or because of people's It's schedules? always between like nine and noon. So we're a Tuesday okay. morning team. So the match will always be between certain hours. But some days it was nine and some days it was 1130. But they put the whole schedule out well, from the beginning. So you know. I'm jumping ahead. Spoiler alert. You win the championship. I know I've already said that. I probably mm-hmm. should have said spoiler alert a long time ago. But man, get over it, people. But when you're for the championship, I forgot what I was just going to say. Oh, heck. Shoot. I know. It was something about um, something about tennis, oh. I think. That I would make no, sense. I know. What was I going to say? I got so distracted. I don't know why. I do know why. And her name's Mary Jane. Mm. Mm. Okay. So when you're playing, oh, that's what I was going to ask. With your championship, like the the semifinal to get to the championship wasn't that played in the evening? No. Okay, because I don't know why I thought because that's what I was going to ask is when you said you were playing in the championship game, 
you were like, oh, let me know how it, it went. And you like sent me something like at noon. I'm like, I, I just, yeah. I don't know why I thought you were going to play at night or something. So uh-huh. I was just like, oh, okay, I guess you've already won. Congratulations. So, okay. so, so you're just, you're always scheduled right now. I'm back on track. Well, now so, I'm playing a lot of leagues. Oh, you are? So, so you're playing multiple leagues. I did leagues. just that one to start. And um, I didn't know how much like time it would actually take. But since I would, didn't even play every single week, I was like, well, this is totally manageable. So, right. um, so now I'm playing. There's another at our same level. There's another league on Thursday nights. So I'm doing Tuesday mornings and Thursday nights. And then I also signed up for USTA. Um, and that's at the 3.0 level. I was kind of contacted by a gal, um, who was forming a team and they all play above me and, um, she invited me onto the team. So I joined, so that'll be a fun experience. So can you use that for the coaches? Say, see, I should be playing 3.0 already. The coaches know, and they said, but I don't know. I don't really know how it all works just at the club to move up, but I did have conversations with them and they were like, yeah. Because at a certain point, it's like, I guess I would have probably not realized it, but then it's like, there's always elite start people coming in, you know, and so they all come in fresh out of that and they start coming into the classes and that's when you're just like, oh God, you know, when you're someone who's been there for a little while, you're kind of taking a step back and when you do active play, like they're not quite ready for that. So you don't get any good rallies going and it's like practice suffers because of that. So now, let me, I didn't ask this and I should have asked this earlier. Did, was there any attrition? Did you lose any girls during elite start? What do you said that was for? Not weeks? during elite start, or did but they not all after? of them continued after. How, what, how many did you, um, and do you know why did they I just, would say that at least half of us became members. So six or seven okay. ladies became members and the only two, there's, two gals that I can think of off the top of my head that I'm still seeing there. So, okay. So stuck with it. Okay. I mean, do you think it was because time commitment or they just weren't, they didn't, they weren't as good as they thought they were going to be. It was more difficult than to pick it up. Specifically. I know quit because she thought she was going to be better than she was. And I think she couldn't handle people moving at a faster pace. Yeah, I know. I don't understand that. I mean, I, I mean, I do, but I don't. So, um, the other, some of the other ladies that didn't start membership after elite start, it was like, those are the ones where when we're introducing ourselves, they were just kind of like, Oh, I just, I'm bored, you know, and right. they wanted something to do. So they're like, Oh, so well, they're in tennis, but. Okay. So that makes more sense of why they, yeah. I mean, they're not going to pay a monthly membership to, stick with it right. so but that and they was, have a, that good was a story. fun way to spend their month yeah they have a good story tennis. to tell yeah. yeah on their holiday letter at the end of the year i did a month of elite right. tennis right. yeah so because everyone writes holiday letters don't they i haven't for a while i know i don't think actually i don't think i've actually ever written out a letter i've only done just like a short card that's like hey hey <laughs> bye <laughs> Still made it this year. Okay, so when you finally get into the championship tournament, you're starting to play leagues in November. Yep. Your championship was February, correct? Yeah, so as the league goes on, based on who's winning and who's losing and how many games you know, total that is, then you move 
placements. So, so we, we were in like individual placements or are they team? Are you always with a team placement? Team placement. Team placement. Okay. Yep. As a league player, you do have a rating that's a 10 cap rating. Um, What's your rating? When your rating starts to go down, that's good. When it goes up, that's bad. Okay. So most people start somewhere around a 70. And when you get to 64, that's when most people would qualify to kind of start playing a higher league level. Are those like arbitrary? Like 70 and 64 yeah, just I mean, seems like... I don't like, know why. Okay. I don't know why. Okay. No, that's fine. I just... Um, but once you We're going to 60, start in the middle. So the 10 cap leagues don't go by number. Like there's no 2.5... Like 3.0 thing. It's it's purple. Right. Okay. It's purple, orange, green, white. Like, so the levels go by color. Um, So women could be playing purple who are really like a 3.0 player. So it just kind of combines people. Okay. um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ugh, I can't think of it. Shoot. Anyways, it's because you haven't finished your drink. It consolidates, consolidates some of the. See, as soon as I mentioned levels. drink, then consolidate <laughs> came into your head. You're like, yes, um, yeah. So, anyways, once you get to like a 64, you could start playing in the orange league. So, what so would be up. the and I the highest slash lowest? I mean, what's the best? Which I would be lowest. Well, what's the low? Like, is I don't zero? know how low it goes. Oh, okay. Honestly, I okay. don't. You just care about where you're at and who yes. you're competing with. Yes. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, why worry about the other shit? So. I lost a few of my first matches. How is that? My how are very, you when you lose? My very first match was, so there t- there's a maximum time limit on your match. Uh-huh. And it's an hour and a half. And um, that's how long you have the court reserved for. My first match, we only got through one set in an hour and a half like almost every game went to deuce like we had multiple multiple of those like we were tied game for game and we had to end it with a tiebreaker and we lost by three points do you enjoy that more than stomping on someone i mean would you rather be close and a really good match and i really hope um I'd say in between. So like the championship match of the league. So at the end of the season, they take your combined wins and, and basically the teams that are in first, second, third, and fourth, you know, they go on to the semifinal matches and then cut it down to the finals. The finals match. And this is just at elite. Correct. This is just. No, it can be any. It can be any. So, like Genesis Overland okay, Park so was we're talking, one of the. So, okay, four. I just wanted to make sure because I knew that's who you competed for when you were playing your championship. You yeah, I represent Elite. I'm on a team but, with Elite. So does Elite? There, the ten cap is all. So that's not ten just, cap is any club that's okay. That's local all the clubs. here in Kansas okay. City. So if it's ten cap, it means that they're it's all the clubs yep. or whoever. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that I'm caught up now. Yep. Sorry. Any clubs that have players that want to put together a team for it and sign up and pay can. How are How are you enter. at losing? I know that we've talked about it once. I'm when not you're a like really. Sore, or... I'm not a sore loser, but I'm all around. I've always been like hard on myself, so yeah, it takes me a minute to get over it. I'm not, but I'm not like an ugly loser. Do you, you're not a McEnroe? No. So when. I've got it inside me, but it doesn't. 
come out. Are you becoming more reflective or less reflective as your tennis skills get better? Like what if you lose or even if you win, are you more reflective of your game? What I did good, what I did bad, or as you get better, do, are you less reflective? I the think game naturally afterwards? you're more reflective when you lose, but I still reflect. But I mean, on like when, as you get better, yeah. have you seen that as you get better, regardless of w- whether you win or lose, do you find yourself reflecting more or less as you get better? Because sometimes when I get better, then I don't think about it. But I'm like, well, I'm doing. Fine. I would say the same amount. amount? Okay. I've, I've been reflective from the get go, and if there's a, the funny thing about tennis is. And I was just talking about this with a gal yesterday because I was at class and it was the shot of the week class. We were doing a lot of active play stuff. Uh-huh. And for the first part of it, like I kind of sucked and then it takes me a little bit to warm up and then I was getting better. But for several months, I have felt like my forehand just feels awkward like I just wasn't still like mastering it like, like different than it did or just it's never felt I, I, it's always been weaker than my backhand but and at some point it was kind of clicking and then it just kind of fell apart again and I've never gotten it back and it's been a few months and I'm like man what am I doing and <laughs> and Yes, ma'am. This is another tout on the coaches there, but like, so in the middle of the class yesterday, we're playing this game where you you play out some points, and there's three courts, and one's the bronze, one's the silver, and one's the gold court. And if you win so many points here, then you move up to the silver court, and you bump those people down, and then, you know, your goal is to make it up to the gold court. Well, I had just gone in and played out a point, and I, I overshot a forehand, and I go back to stand in line and my coach is like, hey, like everything you're doing is right. The way you're holding your racket, basically my grip on the racket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and we've talked like, about grip. He's like, that's good. Your take back is good. And he's like, but once you are accelerating and you go to hit it, you really need to like whip, whip your wrist around like a lot more than you are. You just seem too timid with it. And I was right. like, I am like, I don't trust it. I don't have the confidence with it. So I tighten up right when I get there and he's like, well, that's not going to let you get your top spin and your balls are going to go out. So literally just that one tidbit. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to let her rip. And I had three winners right in a row. Like off of the feet, like just confidence also. I mean, it's all about I, that because I mean, I didn't play tennis. I mean, yeah. Cause in, in, in golf, there's a flop shot, which is a, a shot that really takes some confidence usually. Because if you're using it, you're not in a good position. You don't use a flop shot because, oh, I just hit the most amazing shot ever. So you have to have confidence with that. So as your confidence in your skills, is that allowing you to just start thinking about playing the game instead of grip and this Yeah, it and will, that? I think, from here forward. Like, I felt like a major breakthrough yesterday with my forehand my backhand's been on fire for a long time. It's really strong. My volleys are getting better. I'm following the ball better. My serves are still inconsistent, like week by week. It's always there's always one thing like out of a week where you're right. like, man, I just lost it, man. Like, how did I just lose this? So this week it's my serves. But I figured out my forehand. Right. Like, that's so I'm like, well, when's that gonna fall apart again? Like, hopefully never. I've never lost my backhand skills. Shouldn't but have there's said always that some, out loud. so I'm very 
reflective. Like I'm always just in tune with like and aware of what I need to work on. I'll watch you if I'm really struggling with something like with my serve for a while. Of course you get instruction, but they don't focus on serves as often. Um, just cause it's slower paced. It would be right. Bo- it's like boring class when you do serves. So they do it less, but, um, I was just like, I got it. Like this has to improve. Like I'm so frustrated with it. So I just like watch all these YouTube. I mean, there's tons of YouTube right. videos out there by instructors all across the country or whatever who post these. And did it, I and just, so I watch helpful? it and I, yeah. Yeah. Cause you lot. said you were a visual learner. So yep. I just didn't know whether you could take something in a 2d. I can. And, and I, not to perfection, but I, I've starting point. implemented a few things and the girls are like, how's your toss? So like, how's your, how are you so smooth? Like, how do you know to keep your arm up like that? And I'm like, all these fucking videos. That yeah. Watched. See, and that's, that's something I wouldn't have thought. I mean, to me, when we would play, I would just, I mean, I never thought about the toss. I just tossed the ball up. I thought that's just, I didn't, I wouldn't have even thought like any, like I wouldn't have thought that was a thing that they teach you really in well, tennis, the toss which is, is the, the toss is the most important thing. To so getting, thing to getting that, a good serve, like it has to be. Maybe that's why it's never in very a certain good at spot. The ball can't be spinning very much. Like it, it needs you need to be doing it exactly the same every time, so you can get that like rhythm, that muscle memory. And I mean, um, see, and that's I. So it's very important. I never thought of, about that. I mean, I never thought of oh, I need to do this muscle memory repetitively, so it's the same exact. I would just. I'm going to throw it and hit it. So I, I never, th- I mean, it wasn't like I was trying to get better, but I never thought of, you know, you're probably thinking about the position of your racket when you draw it back. And yes. Yeah. See, yeah. There are endless things to think about when you're serving. And I think that's why it's complicated because it's like, if you're doing it up to the, like a high level, then there's a certain way you're like pushing your hips, like you're, your body's kind of also like coiling because you're going to use right. that for power. Like then your racket need like your elbow needs to be like this and your racket needs to be like this. And then, but it's like, then you're tossing at the same time and the toss has to be perfectly here. And so it is a lot to learn the, the serve is like See, a complicated yeah. process. And then you could like, depending on what you do with the racket, the way you hit it, you can do a flat serve where it's just like a line drive, or you can do a slice serve where you're kind of putting some spin on the ball to make the ball curve. Right. So you got to decide which way you're hitting it too. And is, is that, and this might be ahead of us, but is that dependent on conditions, the opponent, both, all, neither, all like of, how you're... All of the above. Okay, like yeah. how you're serving or how you're feeling and things mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so now you've made it to the championship for the 10 cap. So you're playing other Let's go to we're going to jump to the semifinal. It ended up being elite versus elite. Right. So we'll <laughs> jump to the semifinal because you were playing a two elite teams were playing teams for a different club or different clubs, correct? We played Genesis Overland Park. So it so it ended up being two elite teams in the finals, but it could have been yep, n- not been. elite at all. I mean, because um, the other two teams could have won whoever they would be. Yeah, because I think the fourth was maybe Lake Quivira. Okay. So, because I remember we're, we're talking about when this was going on. I think it was about the time that, 
that I was I think co- it was right right before I co-ghosted you. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. glad you remember that term. Thank you. <laughs> so when we were talking about it, you had said that when you won the semifinals, because you hadn't played the semifinals yet, you, mm-hmm. or maybe you just had, you had said that you may not be selected for the finals. And I was like, I would have lost my mind if I got my team to the championship game. And then they were like, oh, just go ahead and set this one out. But you didn't have to. Did you have to campaign to be in that? or did- No, I just wasn't making any assumptions. Um, like I said, tennis teaches you to be a classy athlete. Like there's no point for me to like lose my shit over stuff like that. So it's a team well, effort. Know, but- like I'm supposed to believe in the other players too, which I do. Yeah. But don't you want to be on the court? Don't you want to yeah, hit that? Last I did, but I, but last- I also, it's my first season and I'm the newest player and, and I'm you're like, amazing. I, my serves have been on and off and I'm like, I just, and honestly, the thing that killed me in Irish dance was I would get my anxiety. Like I would get so nervous. It would just kill my energy. Did um, you get nervous before the podcast today? Do you get nervous? Like I got nervous before the first podcast we did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here uh, together or when just no, when we're like on the, the phone? No, the very first. Okay. I just didn't know. I still get, I just call it nervous energy. So someday I'm going to like, no, oh, maybe I won't. I would I, be like sick to my stomach, nervous, can't eat before any of my dance competitions. So by the time I was almost done with my dance, I would barely be able to finish because I just was dead. Um, do you find that with tennis? Do you, well, I mean, tennis isn't as much of a sprint as Irish dancing is, right. so it doesn't kill my energy immediately. But, I mean, it's also not actually you're not competing for anything <laughs> so uh we're about to get to the Catherine well cup. okay so the let's, cup, but... let's dial it back a notch sure. and we're not working okay. for anything well that, i didn't know that wow. I was. i didn't know that that i was going to get that well maybe sometimes the best things in life are things you didn't even know you were going to get i hope that i hope then the next one is even more interesting it probably will be <laughs> it, it it will depend it will be e- a full-size troll it will either be a full-size troll or a full-size ghost. <laughs> okay. And, he'll, and the right. ghost will be sitting with some headphones on in front of a in front of a, a podcast. And then mm. it, it'll be me, and I'll just put, the trophy will say, wish you were here. This sounds more like a trophy globe. like Maybe. Because there will be things sitting in front of it. I, I'm going to talk you into this. I know that you're saying no. And honestly... That is probably the right decision for you, but I'm telling you, I want you to do this. And I know you're saying you're the one that says you have to do it five days a week. I mean, that's what the fans are clamoring for. They want the consistency. They want to hear every single goddamn day. Well, I guess that's only five. Yeah. Out of seven. I'm not doing the weekends. And it is nice when, because there are some times where I'll do multiple shows in a day. I'm not opposed to doing that too. See, my head is not very big because I'm like, there's no way I'm that interesting to like listen to five days a week. Okay. Just so you know, look, we're not even going to talk about real estate because real estate, like, is your career. So Puts let's me just in business mode, and you don't like me in business mode. No, but I will tell you something in a second about the text you sent earlier. Okay. Um, I don't know what I was going to say because now I got <laughs> the, the the friggin' you said business. So it's funny because before you came to the studio, 
you were working and you said, I'm going to go change before I come over. I'm, something about you were tired of being in business clothes. Mm-hmm. Where there's a song by this group, I mean, these guys called Flight of the Concords. It's about business socks, mm. how it's business sign because you got your business socks on. So when you sent that, I was like, <laughs> Bobby will be very happy that she's changing out of her business clothes. So, That's funny. And I was going to say something uh, before that. I don't remember. It was probably about trolls or ghosts or that doesn't. I was going to say how I was going to talk you into doing something you really don't want to do, but that didn't sound good. So I, I know I just said it anyway, but. Um, but see, you always explain. So I know. And isn't, isn't that nice? So and nice. see, you, you could be joining me on shows like Tuesday's show is going to be about Beardy. Mm. And Beardy was be my beard. Because I'm not oh. sure if you were grasping that from the name of the, the title of the episode. I mean, I didn't know if it was an adjective. I can't tell. Uh, yeah. Or mm. no. a, a proper noun. I know. I missed him. I miss him. I miss Beardy. See, that genius world out there is going to be really proud of me getting adjective and proper noun correct. oh none of the geniuses made it their their time their attention span is so fucking short they don't make it through 10 minutes of the okay. show unless i tell them specifically i'm going to talk about something and they'll listen for there there's no geniuses listening to this anymore okay. it's only the stoners and the stoners are still listening to this because they can't find their phones and they're like i don't know i don't know how to turn this off anymore i wanted to turn it off during their first pause i wasn't able to do it so and then tim and then Tim's, Tim. <laughs> Tim's going to listen to every show. So it's funny because I may give Tim your number and then he'll text you. He'll be like, hey, it's Tim. Just wanted to introduce myself. Oh, my God. I may, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to give anyone's number out. But that, you know, I have to call him Tim. Why? Because. Oh, no. <laughs> this isn't. There's a comedian. We're not going to get canceled by this, are there, we? No, there's a Tim. comedian. Comedian named Fortune Feimster. Yep. So shout out. For no, her. I know her. She's on. She put. She posts the Kenan, these. She posts these short little Instagram and Facebook videos, whatever. Uh-huh. And she'll. She. She's got a persona like she's this, like, rich stay at home lady. So she always exactly this hot she pink lipstick, like. and she's always like in the hot tub or something. And she's like, "Let me tell you what Tim did for me this week." And oh my gosh, Tim. And that's how she says Tim. So, oh like, my gosh. I'm so gonna, Tim, Tim needs to know that he's going to be Tim if he ever talks to I'm me. I'm going to screenshot when he sends me the text. So I don't know how. So I used to be on Facebook, but I don't. But every once in a while, I'll, I'll shoot it out. When I put it on Anchor, it'll say, do you want to post it on Facebook? So every once in a while, I'll shoot it so I know. And I don't know if he saw it that way, but he had sent me a, a text saying, I found your podcast when I was driving back from Las Vegas and just laughing. And he listened to it, gone back and listened to like every episode. And I do know he listens to the end. It doesn't matter how long it is. I know that he's listening to it. So he will very much enjoy that. So How do you promote your podcast like on Spotify? Or like, do you pay extra to like have it or like how how does someone come across your podcast what do they have to search uh for it to come up so a lot of it is word of mouth or me pimping myself so So, they would actually be looking up your specific podcast title they wouldn't be just looking through podcasts and be like oh they could it would be under comedy and and humor okay uh, i believe but i 
most of it, like I know that, because I, I notice when I see spikes, if I mention it somewhere or if I, because that's one thing, I don't do this to Instagram every day. Something while I'm off for six weeks for work, I'm going to try to do just more promotion because I don't do that because I do think that why you help. want me to be your co-host because I'm a millennial and I'm supposed to be good with social media uh, to, promote, that to is, promote your podcast. If it would get you to say yes, then yes. Mm. Like I was I was gonna try to say that we'll have I will buy a uh, kegerator with mimosas, oh. a tap with mimosas if you would say yes. And I because I know Bobby would be on board with that. Yeah, hot tubs and mimosas definitely would speak. That to would be me. a perfect name for the hot tubs and mimosas. Tell me that wouldn't be a per and would, I ugh, I'm telling you that's a great idea. Actually, yeah, it is. I mean, I'm just thinking of all the amazing places, you know, Aspen in the wintertime, hot tub out there looking at the snow in the background. Uh, yeah. Oh, and then I had to do a show too. We would have to do a show and Bobby would be there too. Cause Bobby would do that one. She'd probably, she would hang out with me more often if, if I did a show with hot tubs. Yep. She was going to, so for, I think it was my 40th. We're gonna, she was going to get me a hot tub, get us a hot tub, and then found out it wasn't the hot tub. It was moving the electrical panel or doing something to the electrical mm. panel that was so god-awful expensive. It was like, no. Yeah. So I got a nice watch instead. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. Trade-offs. Uh, I would have rather had the hot tub, honestly. Yeah. So, But I do like watches. Okay. So we're at the championship game. Mm-hmm. Look, this We're is back a, at the championship. This is longer than uh, all of your your matches too. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're gonna have to tell all, all the uh, elite people that you're gonna probably want to spread this out over a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? If you were my co-host, then we would just occasionally talk about this, and people would be able to listen in to an hour. We could cap it at an hour. We don't have to go on like this. The reason I'm doing this is. Because you don't is, know when you're going to get ghosted again. Uh, that is true. And I feel like I'm keeping you captive right now, <laughs> but yet not in like a weird way, like that the law is going to come looking for me later. Right. Just like captive, like, oh, well, I, that's up the to users me. are uncomfortable <laughs> to leave. Like you're you're like, I want to leave, but eh, eh. no, I'm having a great time. I know you are. I just, I mean, I don't I just know still, you are, but yeah, I'm just like, if all we have is Tim, you know, like. What are we Hold doing? on. Who is it again? Tim. There you go. He is going to say, so. oh my gosh. Oh, Britt starts calling him that. His wife. That would be amazing. Oh, we're going to make it happen. So now I'm going to. happening. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to say it's that. too catchy. Yeah. So you'll have to go to Colorado with Bobby and I. So. And I did tell him that he, he needs to make a, if we find food that I can eat, that I don't gag at, that. We need to name it after me. So it could be called the Catherine and the Stone Genius Bowl. I don't know what their items are there, but let's say bowl. So it could be the cat. You could have a, yeah. So if you're a co-ghost, you may have a meal named after you. If you're not a co-host, then you're just a amazing person who. I want a smorgasbord. I'm just, oh, I can't even think about that. Mm. Mm. No. You do, you like know Asian what a, food? do you know what a smorgasbord is? 
Isn't it just like a whole bunch of different items? Yeah. Okay. Why does that disgust you? Well, because I'm thinking about Asian food, like a whole oh, bunch of different oh, Asian food. Like oh, a, a smorgasbord would be great if it was like meat, different types of meats. Yeah. Cheeses may be Cheese. nice on there. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be nice. If I told you how much fun I have with you, because I think I have, because that's why you're going to be my co-host. I'm just making the assumption at this point. You've told me. And I keep looking at Dunkelman, and I don't want you to be a Dunkelman. <laughs> I love that name, though, man. I mean, I will call you why did it? Why couldn't it be a name I would hate? Like, I, I don't mind adopting that name. Oh it's gosh. awesome. Fucking Dunkelman. I'm going to see. Cat Dunkelman. <gasps> that could be That's your new perfect, Instagram. because I'm kind of in between, like, there you you know, go. last names. So. so do you know what you're going to do? Can I ask that? And that's fine if you want to say no. It's changing. Okay. Okay. Either way, I don't. I think you should just go. Either by... either way, I'm I'm displeased. So okay, I, it might change to Dunkelman. If you know the show Friends, you know Phoebe changes her name to Princess Consuela Banana Hammock, and Mike changes his name to Crap Bag. I did not know that. So I can change it to anything I want. I could be Catherine Dunkelman. Or, yeah, but go something is it, different. It's Dunkelman. It is. Uh, but go with something I just different. Got I know. Go with something different than Catherine or Cat. What's the worst thing someone's ever called you? I don't know. Twat. <laughs> well, I meant off your name. Like some lady <laughs> at volleyball called me a twat one time. It was awesome. Wow. Yeah. I. She not did like, it. She not did like it after. A, like. Was it like she, in a good way? She was being a really bad sport, and then they lost another point, and she tried kicking the ball back over under the net to the server, but she's horrible at sports, and so she obviously <laughs> miskicked it, and she hit me, like, right in the ovaries, like, right in the uterus. <laughs> Just bam, right? And I was like, oh, and she was most like, oh, I'm say, so sorry, and I looked at her, and I go, what did you think was going to happen when you did that? And she didn't like that I didn't just be like, oh, it's okay. I was like, what did you think was going to happen when you kicked the ball at me under the net? And, and she was just like, and turned around. And then at the end of the game, which we won, of course, we're of you. high-fiving and going by each other. And someone behind me was like, after we got done high-fiving, they go, as soon as she passed you, she goes, that girl was a twat. <laughs> I was like, maybe she said she kicked cool. you. Maybe she said that she kicked the ball under your twat. No. <laughs> you know, most people would have said abdomen, not ovaries. She kicked me right in the ovaries. It, uterus, to be exact, because that's right in the middle. Like it was just right in my uterus. See, I, this is one thing that I, I should probably I, sue her if I can't have kids. I should probably go after that. Actually, um, you probably, if you can't have kids, you may want to give her money. I love our kids, but I still think they were a mistake. I'm just oh, I, I, should I don't mean her. that. I just always say at some point, every parent comes to the realization that they shouldn't have had kids. Mm. So, and mine are, I love my kids and they are amazing, but every once in a while. Well, otherwise you go through life fearing maybe I should have had kids. So, Right. You know what? I will say I met Bobby at eight and I knocked her up real quick after I met her. How old did I say I was? 28, right? Well, you just said eight. Okay, that's what I thought <laughs> I said. So I met her at 28. Just so everyone knows, she would have been one when I was eight. So that would. Yeah. 
So we'll call it 21 and 28. So, yeah. So I never once thought, oh, my life is void because I don't have kids. I don't know why. I love having kids. I will. Uh, look, hold on. I'm going to show stuff off here. I get notes like that. I'm showing off notes. Oh, let me read these notes. Love you, Dad. Thank you for everything you do for me. Huh. Love yeah. T. That'd be Trinity. Let's see. You don't have to read that one out loud. Ro, you are an amazing husband and father. We could not ask to be loved more than you love us. You are an amazing man. I heart you. B. I don't or know Bobby. who that's from. That B was, for Bobby. Was, mm, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That sounds I'm about just right. putting two and two together. But put in six and nine together. Um so yeah. Oh. So mm. is there anything else that you'd like to know about tennis? <laughs> I know. We're at two hours and twenty minutes. No one Let's wrap it up. So then ah. you know the funny thing, and I had mentioned this on one other show that I did that was an hour and a half long. I mentioned to Tim that if Tim is still listening to the show. They are one of 7.5 billion people. The only person in the world probably still listening to this at 220. But the cool thing Thank is- Thank you for your support, Tim. Tim. No, but t- you know what's going to be funny is Tim's going to be the only one that finds out about the Catherine Cup. Mm. So you had mentioned early on, when, or some point when you're doing the championship, I asked you if you were going to get a trophy. And you gave the appalling answer of- No. No. I can't- what, what are you playing for then? Well, they actually do give you something. Um, and one girl, it, this was after the fact, we were waiting for our prize. I don't know if you even call it that. but um, So we were talking with other ladies about it, and one of them was like, oh, yeah, I got this, uh, like, I don't, it wasn't a Yeti cooler, but she's uh-huh. like, it was a, an awesome little cooler bag. Right. Thing. And I was like, well, that's useful. So great. And then <laughs> Jenny shows up with our prizes. Uh, and it was just maybe not last week, but the week before. So it took them this long. So you got my trophy way the, before. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because that was in February, right? Yeah, I feel even the better end, then. I think it was the end of February or maybe the first of, oh, no, it was right before St. Patty's Day. That's right. Um, yeah, so anyways, it's been about a month and Yeah, and they're just now that you just now got She takes them out of her bag and it's visors. But guess what color they were? What? They were just like this up uh, like khaki color. Hmm. I was going to say poop, which khaki kind would of, almost yeah. yeah. And do they say anything or are they just visors? Yeah, they say Gomer's 10 cap like champions or something. Oh well. But I'm like well, maybe. It's- Have you seen like the tennis skirts and shirts that are out there? Like most of what women are wearing, like they're usually like not khaki colored, right? Well, do I wear fucking khakis to tennis? No. no. Are you are you big on pink? Actually, no. Oh. Not a big pink person. I have a See, few pink things, but it's not my color. My color because is, it, my and- color is green, but I, I wear a lot of blue. They do our background green. So in actually, Catherine, I do a lot yeah, of black, Catherine, black and white at tennis. But so I'm gonna do our our uh, 
artwork that in I put up. Case, I put it's it in any case, it's not freaking because, khakis is what I'm saying. Right. No, because it, you had some pictures on your website or something of the photo shoot that you did for, mm-hmm. for Malfoy. And you were wearing I was pink. wearing a hot pink pantsuit. And so that's what I was like. So when I did the name, I had to come up with a color for Catherine. So I did it as pink. But mm. the background's green. That's just my boss lady outfit. And for some reason, the pink was your like spicy enough that I was like, that's the winner. Okay. That's, that's my favorite pink thing. Otherwise, I normally don't gravitate to pink. So we need to explain to Tim, the last person on the face of the earth, and the only one that's going to know. He's going to look me up now that I was like, I was wearing a hot pink pantsuit. He probably will. Or maybe it was the Tim. That, uh, that may counter that. He may have wanted to look you up until you did Tim, and then he's like, yeah, I'm good. So, but either way, so the Geller Cup, at one point you had mentioned that you weren't getting a real trophy. Yep. And you had, and I was like, oh, and you said, all I wanted was a what? Well, I said, I would be happy with bragging rights only, but it would be pretty awesome if, or I said, but I would even take a Geller Cup. And so can you explain to people what a Geller Cup is? Because I had to look it up. Yep. So another friend's reference, because um, I what are you millennial? My show, but um, yes. So the characters Ross and Monica are brother and sister in the show, and so a lot of the um, episodes just go back, you know, into like family history stuff, and so. They look back on one Thanksgiving and they're playing. It's like a tradition for them to play touch um, football, uh-huh. a football game for Thanksgiving Day. And that's how they pass the time and have fun. And then whoever wins it gets the Geller Cup. So it's their trophy for that. And it's they make it out like the biggest deal in the world because they're both like crazy competitive siblings. Um, Monica's absolutely insane with it. And then they show... <laughs> They show the Geller Cup. Apparently, they got so competitive that the parents made them throw away the trophy at some point. Uh huh. And then it, and then Ross brings it out, and he's like, "I still have the Geller Cup." And she's like, "Oh my gosh!" So he didn't. They didn't actually throw it away. He stole it. Um. And what is the Geller Cup? It is Cup? a yeah. It's it's a little like bowl. I couldn't, when I was looking at the the pictures that I could find, I have no idea what the real base was. Well, yeah, there's some kind of base, but it's some, I mean, you did. Once again, I picked pink because I'm an idiot. Bowl. I mean, not an idiot, but I was like, that's why I went with So, I'll, I mean, I'll describe it from the standpoint of the one that I have and the actual one. Okay. So, the one I have has an upside down bowl as the platform. Um, and then there's a two by four going vertically (laughs) and it has label maker words Mm -hmm. stuck to it that say like Catherine cup, 10 cap champion, 2022, um, all that. And then at the very top, there's a troll glued on the top and the Geller cup on the show is like really dark. It's like all dark Brown and it's really ugly. Um, I think mine looks a lot cleaner and better. I like clean. Give it time. It, it, I like clean, you know. Each year when you so, add a new title or something, you can we can add to it. The troll is obviously naked and he's just 
holding a tennis racket and that was the with best. a tennis ball. And I'm like, how the hell did you find so, a troll with a tennis racket? And that, that was, was awesome. that's what uh, Dunkelman's reference was earlier to a regular sized troll is that for your Catherine cup, the troll I found, and I thought it was a regular like three inch troll. I found it on Amazon. It was a couple bucks, and but I had a tennis racket and a tennis ball, and so when I got, it's tiny. I mean, things it looks are always like, smaller than they look online, right? Mm, I don't think we're looking at the same things. Oh, okay. <laughs> but when I I got, but I was like, that is perfect because it had the the thing. And when I had mentioned earlier, the label maker was that thermal paper. I was trying to find the old like impression because I thought that would be awesome. I could not find that anywhere. And I will tell you something about the base. Because I put some thought in that base. You get a little LED light. You can put it in there and it glows <gasps> as a pink night light at night. Yes. I was going to say it in an office desk, but you said you had it at home. But yeah, so we actually had a round disc and I tried it this like LED light. And I put it on top and it like glows <laughs> pink at night. So just so you know. <gasps> That's a good idea. Yeah, I do what I can. So you won that. Tro- Have you told any other uh, girls from Elite that you have that trophy? Eesh, how did that go over? They, they were probably was, jealous. They thought it was awesome. They were probably like, uh, gosh, I should go into the trophy making business. Screw this podcasting stuff. Right. I know. We don't even have any report. We've been talking about. Although sticking- you didn't really come up with the. The, the Geller, Geller cup. cup, you know, like you had a model to go after. No, but uh, putting an LED light, which weren't probably even in existence during the show Friends. But put in an LED light. You'll be amazed. You need to okay. try that. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, so what happens? You win the 10 cup championship. Yep. It, how did that go playing against another team from elite? Um, it was interesting because most of the women on that team, I never see them at classes. Like I had not played against any of them. Really? So I didn't know their skill. Like I didn't, you know, sometimes you get to know players and so you'll, walk onto the court to play them and you're like oh she lops the ball all the time or like she's weak with this part so I'm going to go after that and I didn't have any strategy because I had not really run into them much right well two of the ladies um really are higher level players but they were just I think they were just kind of finishing out the season or whatever before they move up but their ratings are pretty low um so of course smartly strategically their captain put one of them on one court and one of them on another court so she knew that she had like extra strong like overqualified players covering both courts um i had seen one of the girls play just like maybe a week or two before that um and her serve was insane like really fast serve and I was just, because I've struggled with returning serve, I was nervous. And I was like, Jenny, she better not be on my court. She better not be. In. Sure enough, she saunters over to my court. And I'm like, fuck. Like, I'm just going to get burned every time on this serve. How was well, she? somehow you- I was able to just like, like, just reel it all in and be like, just fucking watch the ball. Just keep your eye on that ball so hard and just don't try to overhit it when you return it. Just do that. Just, just. So, do you think that with that she was such a 
she had such a great serve that when people returned it, do you think that it was difficult for people to return? And so when people yeah. did return it, then it was almost like, oh my gosh, now they don't know what, not let they don't know what to do, but sometimes your serve so good. You don't think, well, I'm not, there's not going to be any volleys after this. Well, I mean, I, or do, I mean, I do think that she knows how good of a player she is. And I think she walked into the match thinking it was going to be a really easy win. Just a given, you know? Right. So, and she was playing on court too. So court one and court two, court one is usually you're going to put your best players on and court two, you're going to put the less right. best ones on, I guess. Um, I don't know why that is since you combine games anyways and it's like that, but um, I guess it's supposed to make for even matchups, you know, right. both if it's organized that way, we're like your strongest players for both teams are supposed to be here instead of playing strong to weaker. Right. So um, anyway, she should have been playing on a strong court, but strategically the, the lady wanted to split her best players to make sure one was on each court. So I think Rachel coming on to, Oh God, I shouldn't have said her name. I think her coming. Um, <laughs> it's only it's only TM listening I at this think, point. Yeah, I think her coming onto the court court two. She just really thought like, of course I've got this in the bag. Um, and I don't know. I was able to just really zone in, and I she really didn't ace me on maybe just one serve the whole match. Um, and then, so did that, do you feel your confidence building? Like after you returned, like because you said you were yes. nervous, and then you're like returning, so I'm like oh, and then after you're doing it, yep, nearly consistently, or you're like oh, this. I is think a- that match made me more confident in my mental game because I think prior to that, I I generally did have a weak mental game. Like and if I that- was down, I was never the person that came back and won. I'm not a comeback person. Like I get too down, so. But that game, that match, like from the get go, we were sticking with it enough. Like we were playing strong enough to be going game for game. And that's when I was just like, and, and I know, like she noticeably was getting like pissed. Frustrated. Yeah. yeah. She's like, this shouldn't be happening. And I'm like, hmm, bitch, yeah, it is. And then like I just played harder and harder and harder. And I actually believed that we could win. And, um, there was one shot that was my favorite shot of the match and her and I were kind of facing at the net up in um, like this up in the service box where uh-huh. we were volleying like against each other. And she hadn't done this really the whole game, but just something in my head was like this next shot, she's going to try to go down the line. And so be ready f- to like backhand volley that. And sure enough, like I, I moved to it and I went for it and that's exactly what she did. It came off my racket and took like a really sharp angle across the whole court landed in. And I was just like, damn, that was like a Federer shot. Like that's, those are the angles that like Federer does. So do you, and she was fucking stunned. Like she was just like, did you give any fist bumps or did you you know I was going to do that? And cause at that level, like usually the play isn't that that intuitive because you yeah. already knew yeah. you were anticipating i read it like i just right. i just knew Did and you do she was just like do damn because i think she thought that that was her way that she was gonna like take back over and i didn't let her and she was just like shit and after that she kind of started playing a lot weaker because i think she felt a little defeated right 
That's awesome. It was great. So the final point, what was the final point? Serve, volley, what was the final point? Uh, or is there because you're combining you're com- you're combining this yeah so 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 technically see and this is where you'll learn like i am hard on myself technically you we said hard on <laughs> <laughs> technically we if it was just us playing a match we would have lost because we played i think it was six four they won six games we were at four and the second one... Were you all just playing one set? Was or were something you... similar. We played two sets. Okay. I think it was similar both times. So okay. technically, we lost the match if it was if it was just a single match like that, single court right. match. But they won enough games on their court against the other team that when you combined them, we won. Right. So I'm like, okay, I can't not give myself credit because if she would have aced us and we won no games, then we wouldn't have won. Like... The right. collective championship, right? So I'm still proud that we were that we oh. won three or four games each set against a player like that. That really probably shouldn't probably have been shouldn't have been playing at that That's level. Amazing. But yeah, so it was good. So then you find out like right afterwards. So did both? Oh, was, yeah. was your game done first or the other one done first? Um, or do you? The, the other one was done first. And so as soon as you... I did come in and tell myself. Do not look over, like, don't lose your focus. Don't look at the other court. Don't see what their score is. Oh, you, were you able to do that? you'll no. either get comfortable or you'll get nervous and it'll affect how you play. So I made sure, I had no idea what was going on on their court. I had no idea if they were winning or losing, how it was going until the very end. And I walk over to Jenny and I'm like, so what is it? And she's like, I think we won. And I was like, awesome. I had no idea. Like, I made sure I had no idea so that I couldn't get in my head about it. So that was so cool. Yes. So do you think that winning that, and I know that you had a teammate and then there was another team involved, but do you think winning that helped your confidence as well going? I think so. Like I said, I think it proved to me that I can have a strong like mental game. I didn't think I had that. Right. But facing against someone like that gal um, was intimidating and tough. So and she was getting mad and, you know, I was, I kept my cool. So what's next for tennis for Dunkelman? Next is an additional 10 cap league on Thursday evenings. I also joined USTA. Uh, so I'll be playing with a 3.0 team uh, also on Thursday nights. I'll have to like. And is that still the USTA team? Is that still together. out of elite or is that? Um, all the players are from elite that are on the team. Where do you play those matches then? Um, or is it just, I don't actually know. Okay. I just kind of am like, hell yeah. When someone asks me to (laughs) do something else. And there's also something called, um, world tour tennis. It's WTT. And that's, um, I honestly don't even know the premise behind that either. I just got asked by the same gal that kind of recruited me to the USTA team asked me if I wanted to play on that team. And that's players that are three, five or so it's supposed to be a combination of those lower levels. But the first match I just played the other week was like, Holy shit. These players are <laughs> like way better than me. So, um, but and I had the opportunity the- to play singles in both USTA and this WTT thing. And I've been wanting to do singles. So, so do you, you haven't done singles yet? 
I played my first match of singles the other week. Okay. It was like 40 degrees outside. It was on the plaza courts downtown. Ugh, so it was yeah. outside. It was windy as hell, freezing cold. I couldn't feel my hands. So obviously I played horribly. Like all in all, the domes, they, they put the domes over the tennis courts at Elite in late October. So right. I'd been playing less than two months before then I was in a controlled air environment. Right. No wind. So I don't have a lot of experience like dealing with the elements. And so to go from like nothing to then I'm out on plaza courts with like major wind, freezing temperatures (laughs) and I'm playing my first singles match. Like I obviously did not play very well, but then you would have to even throw the ball up in the air. I mean, yeah, you're tossed for your service. Yeah. You got to keep it really, really low because it's just going to blow around. And then, you know, you're going after a shot and you think you're lined up and the wind just takes it. So, so are yeah, you looking forward to the outdoor I'm season? looking forward to getting better at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I do want the sunshine do, for sure. But so how does that affect Because right now you're climate controlled. Yeah. So how does that affect? Are there any indoor facilities during the summertime? Mm-mm. So if there's inclement weather, there isn't? Nope. Well, I hope that it's a dry season. I want it to be dry anyway because I like to go to the pool. Can you believe that you've talked to me for two hours and 40 minutes about... Yes. I mean, granted, we only talked like 40 minutes about tennis, but all the filler stuff was pretty Which is funny because it's like, of all the things we've talked about, tennis is my greatest love. So, and we talked like the least about it. We, I But we'll talk again about it. I'm sure. Don't tease me like that. I'm sure. That doesn't sound like a daily five days a week thing. I'm not even asking for two hours and 40 minutes a day. I mean, I'd take it, but I'm not even asking for that. I'm just going to I'm gonna keep putting in subtle little hints. Okay. You know so, I negotiate for a living, right? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I do not. I'm just like, if I had money, I would just say, oh, that's what I'm going to ask you afterwards. I'm going to ask you to give me a dollar amount. If I can find someone that will finance this little operation of mine. <laughs> Okay. Or if I could, then what would, I just want to know. I'm I'm pretty sure I can't do it. Hey, Tim. But there has to be a number. So Bobby and I, so talking about numbers, no one's listening except Tim at this point. Um, on our last show where I was, I was asking Bobby, is like, how rich would you want to be? So I'm going to ask you this. To do something obscene, whatever that is, if you go into your work and quit by taking a dump on your boss's desk, whatever it is that you know you have enough money that you can just be like, I'm going to throw money at it and I'll go away or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you, can you think of anything you would do? What would you want to do, but you know that you would need a lot of money? That is not a question I can answer on the fly. Okay. okay. See, and that's, I gave Bobby that like a few thought, hours. You know? I gave Bobby a few hours heads up on that one. So I will... Hmm. I'll uh, let you think about that. So hopefully you'll be a guest again at some point. I don't get ghosted again. <laughs> Wish you guys could see this eye roll. I know. On. I sh- I'm pretty sure that I'll find an emoji that shows that appropriate eye roll for you. <laughs> hey, as always, it's so fun to have you as a guest. I wish you were a co-host. So fun to be here. Oh, thanks. So for Tim, I'm sorry, Tim. Did TM. I do that right? Tim. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, my God. This is going to be so annoying for him, not for me, <laughs> when we go out there next month. TM. Well, we hopefully might, he'll yeah. look up Fortune Feimster's Facebook and see some of these videos. So I and, think she's the one on the Keenan Ivory way in. Nope. Keenan. 
Keenan Thompson. He there's a TV show. I'm pretty sure okay. that's Fortune Fortune Femster. Is it Femster? Something like that. Yeah. We'll look that up. We don't need to look it up while Tim's still listening. So Tim listens while he's getting the the store ready every morning, while he's getting the restaurant ready. So okay. Does it take pro- him two and a half hours to get the restaurant ready? I don't know. We're going to find out. <laughs> we will find out exactly if it takes two and a half hours or not. But one thing I will find out is whether he's alone. Because I don't know. Some of my language. I always wonder I whether. I really wish I could try some of this teriyaki madness. Well, so you have good. an offer. Bobby would love to have someone not named Roe with her. I can, I can be a handful sometimes after <laughs> twenty six years. I mean, I just I under I oh, that that woman's way too good. So oh oh, and you know what else? Are you from Kansas City? You are. Yeah. Do you remember Winchell's Donuts? Nope. Well, that's not a selling point then. I was going to say they still have Winchell's in Denver. Huh. Huh. That's all I get. (laughs) Wow. Hold on. Bobby's texting me. She's probably like. What the hell? Oh, she's asking whether we're, if I talked to you. Look, did you talk her into co-hosting? I told you, I told her that I was going to talk you into it. And actually, I'm going to answer it. We should end the podcast. We should. Uh, so, Tim, for you, for everyone else, this is by far my favorite guest that I've ever had on the show. And I will tell you, for all you other guests, I do like you. Maybe you should take a vote from all of your listeners the if they want person, me to be a co-host. The only person that matters is me. I think you're amazing. Bobby thinks you're amazing. Who needs more than that? Just, just think. This could be one of those those times. I'm just in saying your that's life. how you could. I add, will come to you. You could add a lot of pressure to me if, like, everyone's saying, like, do, yeah. What do I need? Signatures? What do I? What do I need from them? Can Tim? If Tim says, if Tim has made it to two hours and forty five minutes, just when you minutes, post it to Instagram, tell your listeners to comment with their vote. See, I'm horrible at. at um, at social media. When I do Instagram, okay, I get, but you're gonna post it. So right when but, you post it. Say, had fun interviewing Catherine today, blah, blah, blah. Don't you think don't, she should be I my co-host? Just give your yes or no vote in the comments. Okay. But then I'm going to have to make up a shit. I'm going to have to pay someone to get a whole bunch of bots that just say yes. <laughs> I okay. don't, I, see, I don't know the right hashtags to work. Because all I get like eight people to like my post. I have 10 family members that I'm friends with on Instagram. I can't even get all my family members to like my stuff. I'm just kidding. As long as Bobby likes my stuff, that's all that matters. Hold on. Hey, there we go. I know. Tim. Bobby and I will see you in a month. We're going to try to talk Catherine into coming too, because I believe that she needs to try teriyaki madness. I will eat that shit up. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to pull that up here too. So, uh, and then we have to work on, the dance that I showed you earlier from Peacemaker, if we start doing a podcast every day, because then we're going to video. We're going to do a video podcast because people are going to want to see you. And you're going to make us do a dance at the beginning of it? Yeah. Oh, I mean, we just have fuck. to do it once. Yeah, I know. Okay. We can do it. We can uh, incorporate some Irish dancing into it, too. Oh, boy. I saw there was a commercial that just came out where it was like break dancing and Irish dancing. And the only reason I thought it was Irish dancing is because the, the foot things one foot was always in front of the other. Ugh. 
I know. I learned. Feet. I yes. learned something from you. You really did. Okay. Hey, for Tim, TM, we're going to be there in a month. We're going to bring Catherine with us, Dunkelman with us. She's coming. Whether she, I'm not going to say whether she likes it or not, because that makes it sound really creepy and <laughs> probably against the law in many states. So we'll do our best. To, I'm going to talk her into being a co-host and then I'm going to talk her into going there with us. And then who knows, maybe the hot tub series will start. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I could do a hot tub because that would, I don't know. I'm, I'm old and I need to stop worrying about what I look like. I'm going to talk about that on my show this week too. Okay. So, okay. Catherine, thank you. I'm sorry that I took your whole afternoon. You were expecting to be out of here like at two. Maybe by three. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. I am going to um, punch me now. Sporting Kansas City game. So I do need to go home. Okay. Well, I need to get rid of you then. I mean, that sounded bad, but it's exactly what I need to do. I'm going to get rid of you. So. And the dog's awake, so that means I probably need to pay attention she to that. She just cried when you said I'm she's getting rid of me. I know. She's wiggling her tail. Okay, bye, Tim. Tim. To everyone else, thanks for listening. This is Ro. I'm the Stone Genius. We'll talk to you later. Bye.